0: This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, December 17th, 2019, episode 257. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, you can visit our website. It's InfectionPodcast.com. Joining me as he does each and every week from the great state of not Utah, Idaho, Idaho, Brian with an I, Aldrich. Hi, Brian.
1: Hey, how are you? Doing good. Doing all right? Good. Doing great. Well, if you want to find me, you can look for me at Boise Computer on Twitter. Of course, my blog, biteoftech.com. Of course, that's with an I. Uh, if you want to go check out our website, infectionpodcast.com, look on the right-hand side, you'll notice there's a button there that says join our Discord server. And that's where we've been playing a lot of games and things throughout the week. Uh, that's where you can do that. So uh, in there, there's also a news channel. If you want to submit news topics for us to cover, maybe there's a, a game that you want us to talk about. Uh, a piece of news comes up during the week, something you want us to view, you can put it in the news channel and we look at those before each and every episode. So there's a good chance it'll make it into the show at some point. Also we have on there, our steam group. If you want to get a little notification before the live show starts uh, just one notification per week. And if you happen to be, sometimes we, once in a while, holidays are here. We'll do a Christmas show a little bit early or on a different day than normal. If you happen to be at your computer and get the notification, you can join us live. Uh, We have our YouTube, our Twitch, and our Mixer uh, if you want to watch video versions and then all the audio versions. So whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening to on. So if you're on a iPhone or you're on uh, even on desktop apps, there's all kinds of things that you can use there and uh, catch the audio only forms. And then the show notes for each now 257 episodes, you can go through and view different links that we've talked about, uh, videos, all those things are there and our live uh, video that we recorded. So you can go check that out. Uh, and then left-hand side, if you want to support us, but maybe you're like me and you are you don't buy Christmas things early. Uh, if you're going to be doing your sh- uh, shopping on Amazon, we have on the left a link you can support us. Or you can just type amazon.infectionpodcast.com. Before you do your shopping, it doesn't cost uh, you any more to do it, but it gives us a small percentage of your, your purchase, and that helps support the show.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Brian. Appreciate that hope, uh, yes. hope you' hope you're doing well um you mentioned christmas uh which obviously is coming up uh eight days from now it'll be next wednesday mm-hmm. and yeah, um, i need to order stuff yeah, I'm, I'm i'm good to go uh yeah. I, I put up a christmas tree by the way it's not in the shot it's over on the other side i put up a, i'll show them in the post show for you live listeners um i um so for for next week we're gonna have a an a an abridged show i think we're not sure yet What what it's going to be lengthwise, and since there's not really going to be a whole lot of news, um, we'll just be talking about some more, less time sensitive things. So hopefully you'll join us next Tuesday. Um, It's going to be streamed live, and it will also be uploaded to YouTube and the podcast at the same time, simultaneous. Um, So because it's Christmas Eve, and I'm sure a lot of people, actually, we might—I don't know—we might upload it earlier in the day and then stream it live. I'm I'm not sure what we're going to do yet. It's going to be a—it's going to be a pre-recorded show that we're going to do later this week. So, um, yeah. expect that next week. And um, we, we've got a couple topics that we're planning on talking about. I'm looking forward to it. That's al- It's always a good show. We'll be dressed up as always with our fancy Christmas hat. Do you still have your light up hat?
1: I don't know. I'll have to look. Okay. It's somewhere around here.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I
1: know. I know. I remember seeing one Christmas hat. I, I, don't, I don't remember if it's the light up one. I'll, uh, I'll look for the other you one. You got to get the light up one.
0: Um, <clears throat> so, we'll have that all set up and uh, we'll be doing that for next week. So, uh, stay tuned uh, for that regular uh, regular show next week. Um on another note, we uh had an impromptu game of the week thanks to uh Green Man Cartoons and uh his brigade of uh followers that uh peer pressured Brian into opening, uh, spinning up an ARC server um yep. just an impromptu arc, which is exactly what we've asked people to do. Is if you are like, hey, b- lead the crusade on playing a game of the week. And that's what uh Green Man did and we have we've had people playing all weekend. There's people playing now. I played for a while over the weekend, and um, because of the Christmas event that we'll talk about here a little bit later on in the program, Brian, I'm thinking maybe we'll let everybody know Arc is going to be the game of the week again this Friday. Um, I'll be playing it, sure. uh, and because of the Christmas event, there's some cool things going on in games. So uh, hopefully you will uh, you'll join us uh, for that on on. Friday. And it is
1: an it is an accelerated server, so you can jump in there and. Get to a decent level, get decent base build, all that stuff, and it won't take a long. You can actually do it before Christmas. I forgot. So to Give you f- time during during this uh, holiday to do it.
0: I forgot to feed my animals. I don't know if anybody that's in my tribe is logged in, but hopefully they're not dead. That would suck. Hmm.
1: I did check on mine this morning before I went to work just to see because I I didn't make a trough. Yeah. And make- they the spoil rates are lowered, so I if gotcha. you have food in their inventory, I had like
0: two hundred food they, in each.
1: Yeah, so it's probably they're probably still food inventory. Okay, good.
0: That, so that would be all right. I only have three dinosaurs a trike, a bird, and a carno. And the carno took forever to tame. I died six times trying to tame that carno. So if that's dead because yeah. of my ignorance, that's gonna suck. I'll never play.
1: Anymore. I left. I, <laughs> I lost. I had two pterodons, yeah. and then I lost both of them just trying to get oil to build something. And then, but then I was trying to get up to this cliff, and then it was like, oh, I, I can just go in the water. Someone reminded me, you just go in the water, like ten feet from my base, and there's oil right there. I was like, oh, that's great.
0: Oh well, fantastic. So uh, we've got a service called it's called Infection Podcast. You can search for it. It's uh, password free, uh, so you can just go ahead and jump on that. It's up, uh, and it's now got the Christmas event on that we'll talk about a little bit later on in the program. Um, let's. Um, if it's all right with you, Brian, I'd like to start off with a little bit of a summary of the game awards and kind of talk about a couple of things that got announced with that. Did you have a chance to watch the game awards?
1: No, I have was not home.
0: So I wasn't home either and I watched them I watched it today, or I, I should say I didn't say I watched it. I had it on the side today when I was working, so I, I was pausing it and watching it and listening to it as the day went on. I gotta tell you what, I don't know if it was the element that it wasn't live. I felt that it was very lackluster this year. Um yeah. Just based on the amount, like what they showed, there were there were a couple of of, of larger announcements that we'll get to, um, but I I felt that the the Game Awards were pretty lackluster, um, and I don't, I don't really I, just I feel like years past the Game Awards has almost overshadowed E three in some ways. I didn't feel that this year yeah. at all. I thought it was just kind of a, I, it, it's kind of what it, its name entails. It was a video game award show. Um, which is fine, but I just feel like in years past, it's kind of been more of an award show. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't all that entrenched with it. Uh, the game of the year was um, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Uh, best Community Support was Destiny 2. Best Music and Slash Score was De- Death Stranding. Best Narrative was Disco Elysium. Uh, best fighting game was Smash. Best audio design was Call of Duty. Best strategy was Fire Emblem. Um, content creator of the year was Shroud. Uh, and it just goes on and on and on. Um, I don't know. I just I, I felt very disconnected from the video game awards. So show.
1: how does Shroud be out, like Dr. Disrespect, for instance, on content creation?
0: Well, I didn't, I didn't know any of the guys in the list besides Shroud. I'd never heard of well, any of the other
1: individuals. I mean, individuals, the thing so. I look at is like Shroud sits and just talks while he plays video games okay that's all he does uh dr disrespect actually puts creates content he puts on a show
0: well okay but i believe the content creator of the year also had to do with like giving back to the community i'm not sure
1: so they're putting other things Uh, yeah uh, what's the word i'm looking
0: for philip philip work Phil. i can't pronounce it um you now, know
1: you're not, uh, you, i know the word you're talking about but if i say it now that you've just mumbled mumb- m- it up yeah. so much you know
0: philanthropy ph- ph- Yeah, philanthropy philip ph- ph- i can't say it, whatever <laughs> I, I think i think <laughs> i think, make it harder yeah Yeah. i think that's what it was for because i th- i remember them talking about it. it was like oh the streamer of the year is this this and this and you know gives back to whatever and i and i think that's what more it was i didn't recognize it, and, and and believe me i'm not all int- entrenched in the uh E, you know e-celebrity uh um, scene by any stretch of the imagination but uh yeah i thought that was interesting i just i don't know i i it was i don't know it wasn't all that great um now what yeah. was okay great... so
1: one, one thing i want to mention do you think that partially is because we're at the very end of a console generation first of all where probably In years past, we'd have breakthroughs in technology and it's like, oh, look at that. That looks so much better. This is so much better. And we're kind of at the end of the hardware of what you can do. Everything is kind of maxed out what's capable on these consoles. I just feel like it's hard for them to really create something that's going to wow us because they've already shown us for a couple of years now what the hardware can do. And that's it.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of things, obviously there was a lot of talk of uh, Fortnite and things like that. These games that are new, but... You know Fortnite's been out for what three years now. I mean, so it's not it's not new. It's not a new yeah. game anymore. So I mean, you know, there's some cool stuff now. We will talk about. You mentioned Brian that the the generation um, war, and there there was announced a new Xbox at this event. Now I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna play the video just because there really isn't anything on the video worth hearing or seeing. It was just this kind of weird trailer. Um, but I'll go over a couple of the um, couple of the bullet points of the of the note here. So the new Xbox is going to be called the Series X. So it's going to be called Xbox Series X, um, which is stupid, just as stupid as the Xbox One was, in my opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, how much does the name really matter? Um, it's going to support um, a lot of cross-platform back play things so you'll be able to use and pretty much play your entire xbox one library on it the controller is also cross-compatible with the different generations of the console Um, they're promising 60 fps 4k with the possibility of 120 depending on the game as i said full backwards compatibility Um, it's going to have it's it's an amd custom processor solid state memory Uh, you'll be able to have multiple games running at the same time in kind of like a save state sleep mode, um, which is cool. Um, but that's about all we have. We yeah,
1: have. A- I mean, so I mean, so the main thing is it's not going to make you close a game to open another one because that's current. The current operation is if you switch games, it says you have to close the yeah. game before. Morning. Now
0: that had me thinking. Have you ever had more than one game open on your PC at a time? Because I don't.
1: No, but but think of it in the mobile space. You got to think of it more of how you think of a phone. You might minimize or s- switch out of a mobile game, and then we you or an application. Then you launch that again, and then you're just swapping yeah. But you back can forward. launch it's just other sleep in the background. But
0: you can launch other apps. Like you can you can have a game on the Xbox One at least. I don't know about the PlayStation. Actually, I know for the PlayStation One, you can have a game open and then go to the store, and it doesn't close out the game. You just no, can't. but if
1: you launch another game, it does. But that's my that's point
0: is, but that's my point though. It like, what, what, I don't know why you'd want to have more than one game launched anyway. Probably every game so
1: it starts back up faster. True. I mean, I mean maybe,
0: but every game has got a save state. Almost every game has got save states, right? Where you could just save any, at yeah. any point in the menu, you can just save. So I, I, I thought that was kind of, it's cool. But then I thought about it like, okay, I've got a PC here. I've never had two games open at the same time. Cause that doesn't make any sense. I'm not playing two games. If I'm done playing a game, I close it. I'll reopen it when I want to play it again. Um, it was interesting to see Microsoft jump the gun and get it out there before Sony. There was talks of the PS5. I don't remember which game it was, but they announced that they'd be coming exclusively to the uh, PS5. Uh, I don't remember which game that was, but um, they did announce that, so that was interesting. But I, Xbox pretty much stole the show, I think, in terms of the announcements, and that was the announcement yeah. of their new Xbox. Um which is expected out holiday season of next year, which would fall on tr- pace with the uh, Xbox one and PS five, which was November of 2014. So, I mean, these systems are sick. These systems will be going on six years old next yep. year, which is pretty amazing. When you think about it, how much, you know, yeah. how much we've changed. And it's an interesting design, Brian. It's a big, and the fact cube.
1: That the, well, one thing, the, the fact that they're putting similar games on both platforms now, like a PC game, and then a game still on Xbox where the hardware now is six years difference between the two.
0: Yeah. I just, so. you know, I, I, I thought I thought the announcement was interesting. Definitely wasn't expecting it. I don't think anybody was expecting it. Um, you know, I, I will say something interesting that I noted from the uh, conference or from, from the announcement. They didn't talk about Xbox Game Pass or their streaming service. They talked about making a console. And yeah. I thought that Brian, you've kind of—I'm um, going to say—you've kind of hitched your horse on this idea that these, the consoles are pretty much going to go away or, and are going to become Chromecasts or you know Fire TV kind of things in the future. And it appears, at yeah. least for the next five or six years, the average life of a console. Microsoft still believes that the future is in—it's got a DVD drive or a disc drive, so it's—they still believe are still believing in physical yeah. media and games running on a computer. Uh, but the thing
1: know, is, you, one thing that they, are they looking at, does this have ray tracing? Does it have all that stuff that right now seems new, but... No, it's not. Six and years it, from now, from no, six it, years from now, it's going to that's going to be the standard, it's, and then this thing won't have it. It's,
0: it's not, and it's not expected to be. Consoles have never been trendsetter. Early on they were, before PCs, but, you know, for the last 15 years, consoles really have not been trendsetters when it comes to... Um, uh, you know, d- things. they're gonna just things.
1: seem so out of date, and they, and so, they always they... have.
0: And but that's, I tell you what though, I turn on my six year old Xbox today, it doesn't play like a six. It doesn't work like a six year old computer. I mean, I put a brand yeah. new game in it that I buy today, and the game runs at its full expected, you know, frame rate. Whatever, you know, it's optimized for that system. So I mean, I'm I'm not one of these people that's expecting the the latest and greatest from a console because I I don't want to spend seven hundred dollars on a console. I want to spend four hundred or 350 whatever the I just the, think it's
1: I think it's going to become more apparent as there's more of this kind of cross pollination yeah. of PC games and console games being on both platforms and being able to be held side by side that then you'll now you're going to start seeing these PC versions with ray tracing and visually they're vastly superior at some point not you know not initially but as it starts to age again right as the console starts to age where Right now, you know it's it's not exactly like that. I mean, you can kind of see it on the new Red Dead Redemption Two. You put them side by side, you can see a visual difference.
0: And going right? on to know the craziest thing about that, though, if you think about the Xbox came out in 2014, let's call development two years at the yes. minimum. So you're talking about, and again, I'm not I'm not making the case that consoles are better than PC. But Brian, if you look at a new computer today. And essentially, and essentially, a, a console from 2012, which is what it is. This, you know, that's when it was built or starting to be built. And you look at the difference between the quality. Is it really that much? Is it really eight years, seven, six years worth of? Not day? right now, and I'm wondering. But I'm saying from, we're at the end of this this end of the span, and we've seen the pictures of Red Dead Redemption. Does it look as good on the Xbox and PlayStation? No, not at all but you're talking about eight you're talking about eight years in, in in the land of technology it's pretty incredible that a brand new game it like Red it should
1: much it should be a much b- bigger difference between the two which is kind of strange
0: because it's not how
1: like that they, they managed to do it
0: yeah now red dead redemption 2 might be a bad example because the pc version just came out and but just in general like, i think call of duty would be a great example of a game that just came out i would be i mean the, the images exist online they're not. Yeah. It doesn't look as good on console, but is it an eight-year difference? Because t- the Xbox that's going to come out in 2020 was being developed last year, 2018. Yeah. That's. I mean, you, to have a custom processor built for your thing, you don't build that in six months. You're talking about years yeah. and years of development to, to, to build that. Um, more than two years for sure, but let's just call it two. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. I, I'm. I'm always a big. I've always been a console fan. That's kind of my roots. I, and I'm. I'll be, I'm looking forward to a new console. I'm all in. Yeah. And it's interesting to see that Microsoft now, who I think distinctively lost this console war, the Xbox One versus PS4. It's not even close. Microsoft got their shit handed to them. It was It was, It was. was a bloodbath. I mean, Sony's console is just so far much more superior. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting to see that Xbox jumped out. Well, I don't know when Sony's going to announce their thing because they're not doing E3 anymore. They'll do their own thing. I don't know. Early next year, maybe. We'll have an announcement for the PS5. I'm not, I'm not sure.
1: Probably after Christmas. Yeah. I, would, I don't know. I mean, there's no point in them announcing it before Christmas. They want everybody to be excited about games they can get now. Correct. and Things they can buy now. Yeah. You know, after, I think after Christmas, they'll announce it so that the, it doesn't risk someone saying, well, I'm going to wait on anything.
0: Yeah. Now, there was one other thing of a game that kind of fits our genre. It's something, and unfortunately, I can't play it because of copyright. Um, the Cyberpunk I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they were like, oh, Cyberpunk. I was like, oh, great. We're going to see gameplay, maybe, you know, something, something. Something. It was like some half-assed orchestral composition thing. The videos in our show notes um, and it's like a minute of guys talking and then some music. Brian, I'm going to I'm sa- I'm sounding the red alert siren on Cyberpunk 2077. I think we are impending towards an absolute disaster. You want, the last really thing we like. saw of Cyberpunk was at PAX, and it was a very poorly, very poorly produced, I don't know, like deep dive is what I think what they called it. It was yeah. terrible. And that was what, at this point, four months ago?
1: Yeah, four or five months ago.
0: That's and, and this would have been a great situation and a great scene to show the game is supposed to come out in March. Right? Isn't the game supposed to be yeah, like three it, months?
1: I think so. March twenty twenty.
0: That's what that's that's what I thought. Maybe they I'll delayed uh, it again. I'll um this would uh, have been a great three, yes. this is the last event, I think, before between now and March. Big game. There's PAX, but PAX is in March. Um, so now
1: yeah, it's April, April sixteenth.
0: Okay. Same difference. March, April. I mean you're talking about a month yeah. difference. This the video game awards would have been a great by the way, it was last Thursday. Um I thought the video game awards would have been a great place to show off. Some actual footage of Cyberpunk, some actual gameplay, and instead it yeah. was some yeah. And the, it was cool to watch, but I'm telling you what, man, put on the. It's just weird the that alert. they're
1: not they're not teasing more content. More, I mean, Death Stranding. Look what Death Stranding did. Yeah, they were putting out clips constantly showing, and you're like, what does that have? Like, what is that? Like, what, how's that tie into the game? You had a lot of content that you'd seen by the time it released, and the amount that we've seen in cyberpunk is much, much less as far as we've seen like a scene <laughs> of them just like taking it where it was a lot of cut scenes. Yes.
0: Almost all cut scenes.
1: Yeah. And that it wasn't really gameplay. Like I want to see the open world aspect, Night City. Like, how it feels in GTA. Like when in GTA, it's not all cut scenes. Like you can, they could clip together a bunch of cut scenes to start telling a story. And when they do, when they do videos, that's what they tend to do: is just show a bunch of cutscenes together. Uh, but I want to see just like in GTA, you driving around, getting out of your vehicle, walking up to some random thing, um, just doing a lot of that. And so I, uh, I, I just I don't see, I didn't see that. It was just one solid scene. You, how much of that is the world that you can actually go back to? Like it's a big open world. Can I go back into that building where those people were? Can I go back and see all these things? So I don't know. It's well, just I would love for it to work. I, I, I love the universe of it. I love the idea of it, but if it's not, if it's not big, true open world and it's, Really, a lot of cutscenes is not going to be nearly as fun.
0: Well, and I saw, and the game itself is not. I don't think the game itself will be all cutscenes. That that I, I don't think that's what I was necessarily insinuating.
1: No, but I, I'm hoping they don't lock you out. Like you're oh, progressing course, I hope. through. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be a big free roam open world.
0: This is what this is what bugs me because I, I I specifically looked up this uh, on my lunch today. I want I wanted to go see what people were talking about with Cyberpunk, um and I saw a lot of people saying, well. Red Dead Redemption didn't release a bunch of trailers and blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Okay. But Cyberpunk has already sneak peeked a whole bunch of things. They've already done like three or four different sneak... You didn't see anything before Red Redemption. It just came out. Like, they yeah. released a 60-second thing, and they're like, the game comes out this date. Cyberpunk is now done multiple different teaser events they've done live q a's with the developer or supposedly live q a's with the developer that they were supposed to host at pax last year um as well as a, a, a live gameplay demo that they were supposed to do they have they've they've opened pandora's box a little bit to show everybody what's inside and then and now they, they, they think they can put the lid back on that's not how it works like once you yeah. To me, once you start showing that you're going to tease the development process, stick to it. Either show yeah. the development process or shut up until the game launches. That's my personal opinion. Take, take that for what it's worth, but I just don't like this. We showed you a couple things early on, and, and it, we've been radio silent for essentially six months. And the game is supposed to come out in four. And it's supposed to be the, the, the most grandiose open world ever. I've just got a lot of hopefully doubt. I'm, I'm hoping it's yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm hoping it's great, but I mean, press X for doubt, Brian. I I just yeah. I, I'm hoping my socks are blown off, but I'm very concerned.
1: Very yeah. concerned. I, and and that's that'll be the issue is and it's their fault. Hopefully, hopefully it is another Red Dead Redemption two where it comes out and it's like oh, this is the most amazing thing. But I. I but that's a pretty big.
0: This horrible. is this is their fault though. They have they yeah. have created the precedent, just like a lot of other games, that we're gonna show you. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna trickle. You know, we're gonna give you breadcrumbs here and there, and then now I'm just supposed to be like, oh, okay. I assume you're building a game behind the scenes. I just don't know why they didn't show something at the game awards. They showed some zero seconds of gameplay.
1: Yeah, well, this kind of reminds me of Mavericks a little bit too. Mavericks kept talking about all the stuff, and then saying they kept saying, "Here's we're going to do this. We're going to do this." showing either pre-done clips of things or showing um, artist renditions of everything. And then when it came down to it, they didn't have anything. Like when the play test happened, they had nothing. And so that just, I'm, I'm sure they've got something more in Cyberpunk. I mean, they've been working on it and it's supposedly going to be released. So I'm sure they have a lot of content, but perhaps they realize that it isn't living up to what people have built up in their heads it can be. And so they'd rather just release it, have everybody buy it, and then, you know, let the dust kind of settle afterwards, or it could be, they're just waiting. Who knows?
0: It, it, it could be a bunch of things. I'm just, just telling you, keep, keep an eye out. All right. Um, outside of that, I don't think we've got any other, um, video game award news. Um, anywhere else you want to go, uh, from here before we get into some updates and some things from this week? Well,
1: uh, Player unknown, he, he announced a new project he's working on. So I don't know yeah. if you want to play that video really quick.
0: Yeah, I can. Uh, what's the name of Let's this? Be... What's the name of this mysterious project, Brian?
1: So this, this game is called Prologue.
0: Okay, and um, we'll show a quick little trailer here. It's not really a trailer. Um, sorry for the audio, listeners. You're not missing out on much. So uh, here it is. Yeah, you're gonna love it.
1: But the audio listeners, he's looking to the left, he's looking to the right. It's up. Prologue. Now it says prologue. So there's a man looking at a forest, looking left, looking right, looking up, and then it cuts to credits.
0: What? So this is it's a little confusing. Um, mm-hmm. So this is Brandon from all we can gather. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So this is player unknown. Um what yeah, I find so
1: that it's not, it's not PUBG it's or not Blue any of that. It's not Okay. Blue but Hole. you know what
0: I find interesting though? You say that, but if you go to playprologue.com, the footer mm-hmm. says copyright 2019 PUBG all rights reserved. PP Player Unknowns Productions, prologue and play prologue um, trademarks or service marks of PUBG. So what is PUBG? Because PUBG is not blue hole or 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 app i think he might own pubg as i think
1: he owns pubg he owns the copyright to pubg from-
0: which is different from player unknown's battlegrounds which is the yeah. acronym is pubg but so this appears to be him uh his own thing you can go on his website and um fill out you put your email address in there and get updates um what what do we think of this brian is this going to be a V? I see a lot of speculation that this is going to be a vr game it kind of looks like one in the idea that there's no HUD or anything. And the guy kind of looks to the left and looks to the right quickly. Um, But they, he says that the description on this website is prologue. It's an exploration of new technology and gameplay. Our aim with this game is to have players is with this is game is to give players unique and memorable experiences each and every time they play.
1: It's not, it's not a shooter. So
0: is it a survival game? Uh, it kind of looks like one based on, it looks like maybe you're waking up from some sort of disaster because you're like, <gasps> and then you look to the left and look to the right and lightning strikes in front of you.
1: Well, one thing I'm kind of kind of wondering, um, it, so I've heard hints at this is going to be a huge, like, global, big world. Yeah. Because he says, he says, I want a chance to deliver something new on a global scale. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's talking about all these new technologies. So I really think that this is going to be some sort of an open world, uh, kind of probably survival survival type of thing. Um, I don't know, though. It, it's hard to say from that video. There's dogs. So I would think you're being chased by somebody.
0: Maybe it's your dog. Maybe you woke up from something.
1: Yeah, it could be your dog. I mean, it's hard, really hard to say where they're. This trailer gives the minimal amount of information.
0: Yeah, um, which a lot of people were critical of, but in 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 a lot of ways, it's an we we'll have a long conversation about this on next week's program. So I hope you'll join us for that. But is it almost okay? Actually, no. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to say that for next week's discussion. I don't think right. it's the worst thing in the world for them to, for him to have not shown a whole lot in this trailer. The, based on what I just saw, I have zero expectations of anything.
1: Well, and one thing he did, he has said in the past is he wants, he says his dream is to build worlds that are hundreds of kilometers by hundreds of kilometers without thousands of people. So he wants to make big worlds that don't have tons of people in them so that you can actually run around, eventually run into people. Yeah. Right? But not have a beast and big open world that is just he should, with a he thousand people. You
0: should go work, work at Daybreak. He'd fit right in over there. worlds with no <laughs> vast with no players. With no players. <laughs> Along with Atlas, I mean, he,
1: over right there. Um
0: hopefully uh we can get in touch with Brandon um and get some more information on this as uh, as it becomes available and I hope as it was with PUBG that as um as it gets closer and closer um he'll hook us up with uh uh, some, some keys. Like do, do you remember we had like, we had like a 90 pub G keys when that was supposed to come out. So Brandon's yeah. been super cool to us in the past and, uh, we wish him luck on this project and hopefully we can, uh, hopefully we can be part of the development of that. And, uh, we'll keep you up to date. The website is playprolog.com p r o l o g u P R O L O G U E. Dot com. You You'll be go, able to
1: watch this video. And
0: yeah, which is literally looping in the, uh, on the uh, header image on the website, but you can go ahead and uh, put your email address in the contact form and uh, you'll get an email update when there is more information available. All right. Um, other than that, I want to talk about a game. Speaking of no players, yes, it's not often that we're right. Just
1: <laughs> What are you talking about? Okay, I can. We're... It's not often that we're both right. How about that?
0: Okay. I. It is not often that we are right about most of the things that we talk about. Just based on. Just based on the fact. that... Um we've been doing this show now for two hundred and fifty six weeks fifty seven weeks um it, it's hard it's hard to be it's hard to be right all the time, but I think we did kind of nail this one down brian and i mm-hmm. I saw this this week and i wasn't shocked and it was a tweet from the planet side arena folks and it said a message from the development team, and I knew exactly what that was. It says, "Hello, everyone. After careful consideration, we have made the difficult decision to shut down PlanetSide Arena servers. While our team is set out with, while our team set out with an ambitious vision for the game that combined the massive scale combat and com- uh, com- uh, camaraderie of PlanetSide through the diverse collection of game modes, yada yada yada. As a result, PlanetSide Arena will be formally shut down on January 10th, 2020, at 5 p.m. Pacific." We're actively yep. working with Steam to ensure that all players who made purchases during ac- early access will automatically receive a full refund. So anybody that purchased anything is going gonna, is gonna to get all their money back. I, now, I don't think it was many people, but that's what they're doing. Um, it says, yep. thank you again for your loyalty and support during beta and early access. Your feedback was, you know, whatever. Um, they're going to continue to work on the planet side. Universe. So, Brian. What are your thoughts?
1: I, I mean, I, I, I remember saying, I don't remember like a month ago. How, why they, why are they bothering? And this is pretty much it. I mean, there was no money. It's costing them money to keep it up. Nobody was interested. They did a horrible job marketing it. Uh, the te- it didn't work. They delayed it a number of times. It didn't work well once it was released. It's just, it wasn't good.
0: So, four months is going to be the lifespan. This game came out September 19th of 2019. It will be shutting down January 10th of 2020. Um, yeah. So, we're, we're looking at a four-month lifespan on this game. Um, it's not a surprise. We looked at the numbers. This game's, like, all-time peak players was in the hundreds, hundreds for peak players. Um
1: it's not a surprise. Well, and and I put a little, an image of the stats uh, on there, the Steam stats. Yeah. And you can just kind of see the uh, and there was a the release.
0: Days? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The release. Yeah. But
1: the, but I even mean, if you look at the release at the bottom. About 1,500 players.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, well, no, it's, it's like 5,000. Like
0: Red is the people watching. Blue is okay, the so player numbers. They
1: had 5,000 people watching, yeah, right? And about 1,500 people but, um, playing and then 1,500 people playing, and then it went down to practically zero. Yeah, by October. And they they had numbers jumping within that week. It was jumping between, what, probably two people, and it looks like it hit zeros. Yeah. Uh, Up to, you know, 12s maybe was kind of the high average.
0: In about a month from September to October, the game went from its 15,000, or 1,500 rather, not 15,000, from 1,500 to 200? And then just went downhill to that, to where there were, the last seven days, the high, highest peak was 18 players. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunate that it didn't work out. Um, it, I mean, it, it seemed like a cool, cool concept. Uh, it's unfortunate it didn't work out, but obviously this is well expected. Um, and there's just no point of paying people to develop a game that tens of people are playing. There are more people watching this podcast right now. Than we had peak, then had that, that were peak playing Planet Side Arena over the last seven days. Yeah. And this so podcast that, that is, is... does not have a crazy large listener base by any stretch of the imagination. They were building an entire, they had multiple staff members maintaining, developing, and, and, and working on this game.
1: Well, how do you feel this? I mean, what do you feel about Daybreak going forward? they um, I mean, they've, this is a big dud yeah um, which
0: is fine duds happen i mean there's hundreds of duds all the but time they've
1: had a lot of duds recently the h1z1 you don't hear anything about anymore true uh, uh of course just survive is gone well this has uh, been their
0: only really this has been their has this been their only release since h1z1 they canceled the everquest project
1: no, no well they okay they they, they canceled everquest Next. Next or what, you know, yeah. whatever it then was. Then that
0: building game that they were supposed to release, but
1: but they did release an original EverQuest DLC that came out here.
0: Okay, but no other, but no games. They never released any games.
1: Just the No, no, no actual games.
0: So yeah. So since 2014, they've released one other game, and now I don't count King of the Kill, splitting and redoing, as a separate launch. So this has been their only game that they've released since H1Z1, and it shut down in four months. So. Yeah. And again, our relationship with Daybreak has been rocky in the past. Take that for what it's worth. Are we biased? Yes. This is not a good sign for a an a, a studio that you're the one single property you've released in 4 years is shutting down in 5 years. It'll be Daybreak H1Z1 will have been out 5 years next month. So in 5 years, the two games you released have one of them has been shut down, the other one is shutting down in less than 4 months after launch. It's just not a good sign for, it's just not a, it's just not a good sign of a healthy company.
1: Well, it just, so people know, um, with EverQuest, they release a DLC every year. Yeah. So they just released one this December. They released one last December. They've done 26 expansion packs for EverQuest. Okay. And it's, uh, it's probably been 26 years. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think when they came out, it's probably just under, there must've been some in the beginning of the kind of did a faster schedule on, but um so I I don't know how much money they're making on those, but I, that seems like that's really their only income at this point.
0: Well, and is EverQuest only available on Steam, or can you still play on its launcher?
1: I don't know if they're still doing. They used to have their own launcher, but I thought they cut that out.
0: Because if EverQuest, if EverQuest is the only game making the money. The peak players over the last year was 832. I can't imagine that this is accurate. They've got okay, another so
1: launcher. Here's the issue, though. Okay, so the problem is people can play EverQuest on private servers, and a lot of people play them on private servers, which doesn't make them money. So the only way that they're huh. making money and getting people to play on their network is when they release these expansions that don't exist on those private servers. And I'm sure that's why they do it, Hmm. to get people to actually subscribe and play on the the official servers. Because, I mean, this game, this game is a 20-something-year-old game. The technology is 20-something years old of this game. And they're still, they've been releasing a DLC every single year.
0: EverQuest 1 came out in, uh, when did EverQuest 1 come out? Can you tell me? Don't look it up.
1: Yeah, uh, probably about 1998.
0: March of 99. Okay, 99. Yes, yeah, so the game will be t- over 20 years old next year.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's 20 years old now. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I'm saying it will be over... Yeah, w- true, yes. Yep. Time can't be calculated. So, I, time- I mean,
1: I played I played it when it came out. I mean, in 2000, I played EverQuest. Time and can't so- be
0: calculated in time. Did you remember <laughs> that <years>. quote?
1: <laughs> yeah, true. I think it's you said. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I did. I said something like, time, <laughs> like, can't, time be calc- can't be <laughs>
0: calculated.
1: Time can't be calculated in... And in, 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 it was like, what? <laughs>
0: it made sense in my head so you're talking yeah 20 yeah. year old game okay
1: so but the, and this is one of their only things that they're they're still producing well they're okay. not making money off of other well things. they might
0: be they've got the dc universe some of those dc universe games and they're keeping those servers up so they've got to be making some money i mean if they're not being so they, able-
1: okay so they have their all access now so yes. what that does is you pay $9.99 a month uh if you pay that you get um 10% off of their unlimited marketplace purchases, right? Okay. They give you some debit cash, but that lets you play Planet Side 2 which with free. you know with with some extra things, right? Yeah. The the one that gives you bonus whatever. Uh DC Universe Online, EverQuest and EverQuest 2. Those are the four games you get for paying and that's $9.99 $9, $9. if you pay for a year uh, at a time. It's $15 a month, which is more if than you wow, pay a month isn't at a time. It? It's the same as wow.
0: Yeah, it was a much superior game from what I can gather.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, much more modern. All of these games are very old feeling. I mean, Planet Side 2 is probably their most modern feeling game they have.
0: I would disagree. H1Z1's far more modern feeling than Planet Side.
1: But it's not on here.
0: Well, no, because it's already free. There's nothing to gain from that.
1: Yeah, but but I'm saying they're not including any kind of a bonus. Yeah, true. I'm talking about what's under this patch. Gotcha, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Um, what about the
0: $500 worth of Daybreak cash you get to redeem every month?
1: Oh, the five hundred gold whatevers, um, yeah. I mean, you get you get those points so you can buy more skins. You get, uh, or abilities. Uh, you get access to all the spell ranks, which makes me mad that they lock things behind a paywall. You're playing a game, and they're actually locking. It's kind of, it makes it a pay-to-win feature. Um, they they one thing I do one thing that is fine is they lock these different progression servers behind this fine. Um, but they limit the guild functionality, which whatever, that's fine. But when, when they have it to where you're buying spell ranks and you're buying things that are actually abilities that I don't like.
0: So they're making a couple thousand dollars a month off of daybreak all access. And that's about floating them as a company.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're probably, I mean, I think they were betting on some of these other things working. I think they're probably right now trying to figure out how in the world, they need to they need to come up with another way to make money well to stay in business
0: yeah well um and 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 there's not gonna be because they don't have any new products they don't have any new games they don't have any uh, from my gathering they
1: supposedly were building something on unreal they were they had aver- they had uh they, they were picking up developers unreal developers earlier this yeah. year or actually it was middle net last year yeah've never seen anything about that project is it still going I'm like, sure it's I, not
0: how could it how could I, it be
1: I mean, unless they've got people dumping in money who seem to think that, but I think that they, their recent performances would make any investor say, "All right, this is it." You yeah, know, I just run this at minimum people, it have it float itself, keep the name, whatever, keep these IPs going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because again, you can make a couple thousand dollars a month off of this Daybreak All Access thing, and you can float having a a, a staff and a payroll.
1: That's it. But That's you want to know? You want to know what would? have saved this company is releasing something like EverQuest Next. Yeah. I mean the thing is EverQuest Next, I think they tried to get too fancy with it and they tried to turn it into kind of like a a sandbox, an open world sandbox where you could build all these things.
0: What was the other people game? don't want that? Started with a p sorry, no sorry with a P. It was the the one where they showed the, the trailer was that the buildings, the roofs, the castles with the flags. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, that, but that was part of EverQuest. Yeah, Next. but it was supposed
0: to be a separate game. And then it became EverQuest Next or vice versa. It was part of Neverquest, EverQuest Next. Yeah, but then they okay, canceled it. So it was, was going to become its own game and they canceled that too.
1: Well, because they yeah, they cancel it. But that was just testing the building pieces and everything. It was testing an aspect of, of the new but EverQuest. But I
0: thought that was supposed to be its own game. That never came
1: out. Yeah, well, they, they after they canceled Duke, that they weren't going to release the new EverQuest, then they said, oh, but then there's this. And then they shut that down too. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is, is if they would have stuck to the EverQuest roots and released an actual MMO that felt like the EverQuest world, it didn't go silly with it. And they went a little bit too cartoony with it. The ones that I was seeing Land- for the EverQuest next. Landmark. Landmark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that, they just, I think they needed to release EverQuest, you know, whatever, four, what? Don't
0: they have three? A three? I don't no, know. Uh, no, I think it would have been three.
1: So if they would have released EverQuest three, there's, this is the age where my age of people, right? That 40s, probably people in their 40s to mid to lower 30s would actually have some memories of playing this game and they would buy an expansion. Instead, they made it cartoony and they were trying to go for the, the newer generation and bring them into EverQuest. No, it build, release a modern graphics looking version of EverQuest and then when they're playing it maybe kids their kids will join them or younger people will join them and enjoy it but make it for the people that are going to buy it since and they didn't do that
0: since 2012 daybreak these are the games that daybreak has had a daybreak has worked on new games. yeah planet side 2 which came out in 2012 that's still active mm-hmm. just survive but no longer active landmark they never came out with EverQuest Next, they canceled. Planet Side Arena, that is also being canceled. Uh, so they have two active projects since 2012. So you'll be going on eight, it'll be eight years here in a couple couple weeks. And in eight years, they have two active projects that are still up and running. And by the way, nobody's playing H1Z1. So one, Planet Side 2, which is still has a decent yeah. player base. Now, I understand EverQuest and DC, those other games. I'm, I'm sorry, since 2012. The six products that they've had a hand in, two of them still exist. One of them has no play or three. One of them is, is ceasing to exist in January. The other one has no players. The third one has got a decent following still. Planet side Two. one yeah. success in eight years. And, and it was very popular. But one, yeah. one game that has survived it all in eight years.
1: Okay. So that just doesn't seem healthy. Okay. I've got some player numbers. Well, so.
0: Whoa, 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 you can't encroach on me. What the hell's what? Oh, hey guys! Are, are
1: you going to be giving? Are you going to be giving DC Universe? Hey guys! Tip of the week. Here. here we go.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. You want you don't want me stealing your topic? Okay, fine.
1: Go ahead. I was just going to say the average <laughs> player count for DC Universe right now is 417 players. Yeah, but November. I
0: have, I think that's available off of Steam as well because EverQuest's numbers are yeah. very inaccurate as well, which I don't buy because it's got yeah I don't buy that.
1: Yeah, a, and so that's the only thing is I don't know with their launcher how they're how they're doing yeah. that
0: nevertheless I don't let's we don't need to lament on it anymore um planet side arena shutting down January 10th it's a Friday maybe we could do it for game of the week um so yeah there you go not surprising yeah. four months it was doA and we were right so it's unfortunate
1: all right well here's here's a have you you still have your gamestop stock
0: I do. And actually, this is a great story because you you wrote this article or Market Watch wrote this article. I'll tell you what, since I, you know, I've never sat here on this program and said, take my advice to the bank. But if you would have taken my advice to the bank when I bought my GameStop stock um, a couple of months ago. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this. Oh, go ahead and read this story. Now, I'll, I'll get all my information gathered here.
1: All right. So. Uh, it says GameStop Corp shares were slammed again on Wednesday. as Analysts waited another week quarter that prompted one to invoke Jim Morrison described the continu- continuing unraveling of the video game retailer. Uh, so this one guy says, journey we more into the nightmare, an American prayer. Uh, so that's, they're, they're just kind of saying that this is their third quarter loss posted on Tuesday for GameStop. And they're. They've declined another 0.3%.
0: Okay. So since I bought my stock in August, which mm-hmm. I talked about on this program, my stock is up 60% since I bought it. As we sit here right now, my stock is up
1: 60%. Now, how did you do that?
0: What do you mean how did I do that? The stock was $3 when I bought it. It's almost $6 now.
1: So, so, so you're going to tell people- have-
0: no no you did to, didn't you tell people then to buy
1: you i like, did it three dollars
0: it would have been a. it was a bargain if you would have bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of it at three dollars you you would have already doubled your money my stock is up 61 i'm not saying game stock is a good thing but it my the stock since august is up 61 percent,
1: which is crazy because their share yeah, but it was so low 2019 yeah fell 56
0: correct i bought it the lowest of the low and now you ride the train up I'm well. I'm all so in so on my you GameStop.
1: You you can hope that somebody, yeah, hope that it goes back down to three dollars and buy some more. I don't
0: need to buy more. I'm good. I bought a couple hundred dollars I'm just worth.
1: For, for anybody, <laughs> that's like that's the number. If it goes down to three dollars, buy some more GameStop.
0: I bought I bought a couple hundred dollars worth of GameStop, and I'll say this: I've got over a thousand dollars worth of GameStop now. I spent nowhere near that when I started. Well, you can do the math. I put about four hundred dollars. I put about four hundred dollars in a GameStop, yeah. and, and now I got over a thousand bucks which I'm, I'm riding or dying with that money there. I'm not pulling it out. I'm riding this train either to the, I'm riding this train to either Bitcoin money or into the deep depths of hell. <laughs> it's one or the other.
1: <laughs> so. Um, this is one thing though, is they are looking at kind of shrinking their store base. Yeah. And, makes I, sense. and we had mentioned before. There's them four game stops in Wilmington. Yeah. Going to more of a specialty type of, cause that makes more sense now. People don't care about buying physical copies of games like they used to.
0: Turn in. They need to turn in. You know what they need to do? They need to be like half GameStop, half Radio Shack. Yeah, big money. It's the not that the big money is there, but there are people that are always looking for things that Radio. I'm not saying have a parts cabinet, but the things that you used to be able to go into Radio Shack and buy. You know, radio, Shack. or even the
1: Arduinos and Ex- stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: Best Buy does a little bit of that stuff, but outside of Best Buy, I'll, you know, I'll give you a great example, Brian. Uh, I I got a, I got myself a Christmas tree, which I, which I talked about earlier on the program. I said, okay, mm-hmm. I need another smart, uh, uh, another little smart plug that I can use with my Amazon and Google devices to turn the lights on and off. So I yeah. checked Best Buy, Walmart, and Target for these for the for the plugs. Target had one that was $45 and Best Buy and Walmart did not have anything in stock I could pick up. So I had to go on Amazon yeah. and buy one. Should have went to Lowe's. Yeah, I didn't think about Lowe's, but I guess I could have. So but I'm sure it would have been I mean, 35 bucks for, for a plug. Instead, I got one on Amazon for 10 bucks.
1: The thing is, is, it's a lot of those things that, that you need on a whim. Because Amazon, the thing that I've really noticed about Amazon, like for instance, I ordered uh, fingernail clippers right? Back in the old days, I'm mean, just, this is an example. One thing that really made me kind of notice the difference, Were that good? uh, you'd maybe go down to, you know, a corner shop and buy a, buy a set and the they have a store. The, yeah. It, well, you, you go down to a Walgreens or something, yeah, you get course. them there. They'll have like three different ones to pick from, uh, and they will be fairly basic, but you go down to, you go on Amazon and you can, you're pretty much sorting from what hundred, maybe 50 different types. Uh, and you can get, and it's like the, the clippers that I have now are, have like a razor sharp edge. I mean, it's just, they're ridiculous and you wouldn't be able to find those whatsoever where anywhere in a store locally, but their the quality level is so much higher that now, I mean, it makes sense. There is more of a reason to go to Amazon because you actually can look at people's reviews, compare all these different ones. And you're not just stuck with the three different options that are there.
0: Yeah. And, and again, I'm not, I, I don't. There's, I'm not expecting GameStop to be able to compete with um, uh, Amazon or Walmart Online or anything like that, but I just think there is an interesting, I think, and we're very isolated, Brian. We're in this small little niche of community. I really do mm-hmm. think there is a place. Best Buy, I think, or I think Radio Shack went out of business right at the worst time. There was this lull between like electronics in the 80s and 90s and where we are now. Which is like now we're and now everybody's a maker. Through everybody's got three, every yeah, people are buying one hundred and ninety dollars three D printers off eBay. If,
1: yeah, if they would have kind of transitioned to the three D world, and they all couldn't that.
0: have. It was yeah. just too late by that point. So I really do think there is a space for a store that can sell smart uh, home things and maker things. You know, as you said, Arduinos, Raspberry Pis. Are they going to make a fortune on it? No, but I'll tell you what. Every time you go into freaking B- B- GameStop, there's nobody in there anyway. The only time there's yeah. people, and, and they can still sell games. I'm not saying change your whole model, but do something to try to adapt. And they're going to do that. We saw the what's at the store in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that got that redo. Um, so hopefully yeah. they'll roll that out to some of these other stores. But I tell you what, man, I'm very happy with my GameStop purchase. Yeah, sitting on cash. we well, we'll cash money, baby. <laughs> well, hopefully
1: they do something amazing and kind of turn it around. I hope so.
0: It'd be cool to have. It would a place
1: be sad for- to lose that kind of local place. Yeah. Uh, you know, that has something where you can go and look and talk, you know, look at the different controllers, look at different things. It, you don't want everything to be on Amazon.
0: No. And Walmart can, and Walmart and Staples and De- uh, Best Buy and Office Max can only stock so much.
1: Yeah, they usually don't have a very big variety.
0: No, you get Best Buy credit. They're the only ones that sell. You can buy a, pro- you could go to Best Buy today and buy an unlocked processor, motherboards, yep. RAM. You can buy gaming stuff at best buy which you got to give them credit for because that's a recent change but other than that you're buying it online nobody else sells it
1: yeah it's unfortunate yeah yep yeah. and i mean they, they have fries and things but that's only in certain cities like we don't have one here yeah, but the, it's some it's of the fries on the west now. coast used are be, shutting down yeah it used to be there were places you could drive to and pretty much build a whole computer and it's really down to either maybe a small little local shop or which is usually way overpriced because they had to mark it up because they get so little traffic
0: or a best buy. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. So yeah, interesting. Well, thanks. uh, Thanks. Thanks, Jim Morrison.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about Epic for a minute. So we can uh, get our, our big Epic money. Yeah, of course. Um, That's good stuff. And uh, (laughs) if you, if you, uh, if, We're following this. They had asked Google uh, if they would make it them exempt from the thirty percent revenue cut on the Play Store because, you know, when people buy the cash, the what is it, the bucks, the V bucks, V bucks.
0: Oh yeah, it's all about the V bucks.
1: uh, All you know, whatever purchases they do in inside of the uh, store, which now they have their um, season pass and all that, but all those things, then uh, Google gets a thirty percent cut of all of those. Mm -hmm. So, um, they were asking for them to kind of, to put it, make it to where there was a, that didn't apply to them. Google said no. Uh, and I think that this may be going to court possibly, which would be interesting to see because they're arguing that it's, they feel like it's illegal for a company that owns an 80%, 80, what was it? 80 something percent, 88% share, of a platform to be able to force them to do a 30% revenue cut. And cause they pretty much lock it and force people to use their store. Yeah. For something, anything that's on the store, they force them to use their payment method.
0: How is that any different from Apple? Why aren't they well, suing? Listen. Why aren't they suing Apple? Apple's even worse.
1: I, I, well, I wonder if Apple gave them a well, discount.
0: A- Apple did their bunch of morons. I mean, really epic, yeah. epic with all the freaking money they make.
1: It, well, be, are really going to really
0: bitch about the thirty percent fee?
1: Well, in this, he, Sweeney's saying that for this, he's they're pushing it more as they would like to see an industry-wide change of uh, making it to where companies, companies are taking a smaller cut <laughs> or cut out of this the stores. I mean, because thirty percent—that's a pretty big. It is any, any transaction that happens. Uh, Google gets a thirty percent cut. Yeah,
0: and they also host the store and provide the service.
1: But they also don't allow you to have any alternative.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, Well it's their platform. That's you, the argument. You, though. Build, build your they build your own it. mobile OS. But
1: it's an open source. It's an open source platform. Yeah, but it's not. But but they're locking. But it is. But it's not. But they're locking. They're locking it down though. Correct. Then it's not. They're not treating. If it's open source, you should be able to install your own things without issues.
0: You can install your own app. You can install the Amazon App Store.
1: Yeah, but then they, they make it difficult. They Amazon tried, and it they don't really do that anymore.
0: Well, yeah, but they still... I mean, you can download an APK.
1: But it, it gives you errors. It gives you warnings. It scares your average person. Yeah, of
0: course. Which goal. I
1: understand there. Warnings, it should be there. Yeah. But, it's like, but it, it, they've made it in a way to where it's not... There's not like a verified store. Same thing with Apple. It, Apple's 10 times worse than Google. You have to root it. Yeah, you have to root it to put it on
0: there. Yeah, I, I don't have any sympathy for Epic. You know what? If you don't want to pay the 30% free, take your game game off the platform. Build your own freaking platform.
1: Well, this will be interesting to see. It's not
0: that, okay, let's go back to what you just said. They didn't say, Mm -hmm. Google, let's negotiate on the fee. They said they want it waived completely. That is absolute bullshit. Yeah, they
1: wanted to be be exempt. Zero.
0: So Epic wants to pay $0 in fees to Google. Why? What makes them so special? Yep. if they would if they would have bargained with google they probably would have found an agreement if they said hey you know google let's do 15 percent," they probably said okay fine what why why should they be exempt but nobody well, else so, is. that is such so bullshit. epic that is epic has ridiculous. launched
1: their own game store their app store so they, they call it the epic game store yeah so i i don't know how that i haven't tried i don't know how that app works but it'll be interesting to see if this actually spurs any other kinds of because most of your average person is not going to you know, go and turn around and install an app. You know it be uh, great. You know what?
0: You know what be you know what be great if Brian if you made a hit game using the Unreal engine and then said, "Oh, you know what? Epic, why don't you just waive the fee that I'm supposed to pay you because you know, because I, I don't want to pay."
1: You have such a high mark yeah, I mean that's a, that's
0: literally gaming. essentially what they're saying. So I mean they are, they are they're pulling the typical holier than thou. They charge developer which i'm not bashing them for that but they are getting pissed at google for doing the same thing that they do to their developers which is yeah. use our platform google does the brian epic and google oh, are here, doing the here, exact actually, same here
1: sorry here's the here's a note it says they have not asked apple um to waive this because they
0: won't win apple's gonna tell yeah. them no okay here's the parallel google gives you a mm-hmm. free os to use on your phone mm-hmm. they make money well on their, you know
1: you, you they, they make. You don't mo- have an option to switch it. They,
0: they give you a free OS to use on your on your mm-hmm. on the phone. They make money on their store. Epic gives you a free engine to build a game on. They make their money on the store. They make their money on the development. It is the ex- it is a parallel thing.
1: So okay, so what if they start releasing a Android device? Right? They should some sort of mobile device, and they can even put it on Android. They, yeah, because it's open source, they have the ability to do this. That then doesn't come pre-installed with the Play Store, uh, that comes installed with their own. And I think a that's a great solution.
0: Device. I that's what they should do, instead of yeah. acting like uh, like they're supposed. They're, they're they're so special that they deserve to get this fee waived. How many billions of dollars did these guys make last year?
1: Not a lot.
0: I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> this is that is absolutely ridiculous. I
1: just that it that's makes the them, It makes is, them look
0: very scummy, incredibly scummy. Then they're going to lose. Yeah. They're not going to win.
1: Well, the the thing is, is all these are locked down on the Play Store, and but that's you're not forced to that. It's just no. that's the easiest route. So all of these places that release phones lock it down with the Play Store because that's where all the apps are.
0: I just love that they're going to say they're not going to they're not going to bring it up to App. They're not going to try to get the fee waived on Apple devices.
1: Well, they, they know Apple tell them yet. Yeah, because Apple will say, you know
0: what? Actually, we'll just kick you off our App Store anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I have no sympathy for that. That's ridiculous. To hell with them. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Wave our food. Well, yeah, they that wanted a such...
1: special billing exception. To why? Circumvent the 30%.
0: But why? Does it say, is there a reason why? Are they a well, non-profit? Says, Are they a 501c3? Are they a charity? They're a for-profit enterprise. And he just,
1: he wanted to get, yeah, he's they're they he's trying to make a statement with it is what he's claiming. Well, he's making
0: himself look like um, an asshole is what he's doing. I mean, this is ridiculous. And
1: then and then he made the statement that um the company ever cut the Play Store's revenue model by giving the developers 80% of the revenue generated by their apps, um uh, which is what they said they did uh did on theirs. Oh my god. So <laughs> they think that it should be a le- they said that that it's a Oh, here we go. We believe that this t- form of tying a mandatory payment service to a th- of a 30% fee is illegal in the case of a distribution platform with over 50% market share. That's their argument.
0: Yeah, but they, but, but they never asked Google why. That's why they're suing them. But they never gave a reason to why they asked for the exemption in the first place.
1: Uh, but then there's a note that Google Play's developer distribution agreement does not require developers use Google Payments. It's merely a reference references a number of non-contractual documents asking developers to do so. So they don't even have to use, they could use their own payment system inside of, of that. I, so I don't even know what the point I is. I just, uh, th- this,
0: inf- being somebody that is uh, very capitalist minded, I'm not making a political statement. Um, this is infuriating to me because Epic has no grounds for asking for a, Brian, if, 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 if a charity was like, Hey, you know, would you waive this 30% fee on donations that we take through our app? I'm sure Google would say, you know, actually maybe we will, or maybe we'll do 5%, but Epic, Epic freaking games, Epic games.
1: Who's, who's had a lot of issues with their payment system. You know, I mean, we've, with all the different fees of epic games made three billion
0: dollars in 2018. They made three yeah. billion dollars in in the year two. That's profit. That's not what they made. That is profit. Three billion dollars in profit. And yes. they and and they and they're really gonna bitch about a 30 percent fee on Android to Google. That is asinine.
1: Well, and I, I think that they will struggle to win any kind of legal I hope Google case kicks when them when off the store that's what I would do when it when doesn't when it doesn't require them to even you don't have to use their payment system. I wish Google they would
0: just ban. want <laughs> that's how you deal with this stuff say you know what if you guys are gonna be, if you guys are just gonna be such smarmy a-holes ban gone get off our store but
1: that the, that would not help them in law in the legal case
0: they, they, you can they, can they can come up with whatever reason to kick them off the store. Oh, you're it doesn't fit terms of service. Okay, goodbye. I mean, this is just that's ridiculous. That really that pisses me off. Yeah. That really pisses me off. Um Okay. Thank you, Brian, for upsetting me. I appreciate that. Right. Um speaking of things that don't piss me off, Brian. Things I like mm-hmm. very much. Christmas. As you can see by my festive lights behind me and my festive Christmas tree. That's sitting right back here. Yes. Uh and my, my vanilla candle, which is, you know, a highlight of the show. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Um, just Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got now the fourth year running, uh, the arc, um, winter wonderland update. It's live now. It it went live today. It's live on our infection podcast server. Uh, and it's also live on all other public servers and private servers if they turn that on around the game. So let's watch this quick, uh, video for the winter wonderland year number four from our friends over at arc. Cool trailer. Um, always like the Winter Wonderland and Ark. They've always done a really good job with holiday events. Uh Christmas is, I think, number one. Thanksgiving's always a cool event. They have that turkey that you can't kill that follows you around the map, persists on death that, that that's kind of a, a real pain. Um what uh what do you think about this, Brian? Are you excited well, for the holiday? Think-
1: I I so I love Ark one thing I'm always surprised about is that their trailers give me no feeling of what the game actually no, feels not. like whatsoever. No, no, it's, it like, it's just, they make these trailers and it's like all that's okay. Most of that stuff is kind of in game, but it's not quite like they just put all these things in there. It's like well, that you can't when the, that one, uh dinosaur, you know, roars or whatever, which I don't remember. It roars. And it doesn't have spit flying out of its mouth. Just all these things It just kind of always drives me crazy why they do that but um they st- I, i'm looking forward to it it's always fun uh, not just so much for the christmas i do have very fond memories of our thanksgiving our original thanksgiving <laughs> yeah, art. absolutely um but it's just a game where when you kind of get into it as a group and you just put some time in there it's a lot of fun um we'll see i i I I didn't really get, I've got some Christmas stuff. You know, we tried to do some of the various Christmas events and maybe we'll try them again this year. Uh, I'm less into the event itself and just I enjoy Ark and and the variety of having an event once in a while kind of helps. Uh, Getting some of the skins and things like that's kind of fun because you get to use them later. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just Ark is a very well-made game that you can play in spurts. I don't recommend playing it all the time.
0: And because you mentioned it, I just have to show the uh, Ark: Fan Remake trailer, which comes around this time of year always.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. My character is oh, the look opposite. It oh,
0: recommended it yeah. recommended us as the next thing to watch.
1: Nice, perfect.
0: Hey Brian, what's what's going my on? Oh, is, oh, uh, <laughs> <recommended> Ed-
1: <laughs> nice feedback. <group>. Um. <laughs> so, my character right now is the opposite. I made yeah, the yeah. Uh, the smallest body possible, the biggest head. Possible.
0: And that actually affected you in game. You were unable to climb up a ladder in my house due to your short stature.
1: Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah,
0: So uh, Arc Winter Event is live and in effect. Um, Check it out. We're going to be playing it uh, throughout the week, but our Friday night game of the week. It'll probably be our final one of the year, if I had to guess, um, until we uh, kick it back off in early January. So hopefully they'll join us for that. If you're looking for the server, it's up 24-7, and the name is uh, Search for Infection Podcast, or there's a link in our Discord server, which you can find at infectionpodcast.com. All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, here, do Brian? we want
1: to? Well, do we want to do at least announce the game giveaway? Absolutely. Kind that going What now. do we got here? All right. Well, if you want to do exclamation point giveaway in chat, this will be a sixty point. So if you've been watching for the past hour, you should be able to do this. Uh, I'm going to be giving away a copy of Bastion, and this is thanks to uh, one of our, I guess, viewers, listeners, Riot Punk. Uh, he donated some games this past week. oh this was one of them. So Bastion, and I'll put a link to it in the uh, Steam for the Steam for this. It has very positive recent reviews, overwhelmingly positive. That's over 21, almost 22,000 reviews, and it's overwhelmingly positive with those. Very cool. So the art style is very good. Uh, this is great sound. Sa- the description is great soundtrack, indie action narration RPG. Uh, it's single player game but it is a very well-made looks looks very nice so i'd encourage you if you don't have this game exclamation point giveaway and we'll give away before the end of the show
0: absolutely and if you're not joining us live while you're missing out we'll be here uh live well not live we'll be next week uh at 7 p.m eastern right here on our twitch channel we restream on mixer and youtube as well infectionpodcast.com links where you can find all the information for that and then um are we going to do a show on... I guess we'll do a show. Are we doing a show on New Year's Eve? I guess we didn't talk about that. Um, hmm.
1: We'll figure that out. We'll maybe, talk about maybe it. Maybe we'll do week. a
0: Monday show. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at InfectionCast um, for any updates on that.
1: Very good. All right. So um, there was... Let's talk about PUBG for a little bit here. Oh, they yeah. put out their test uh which generally is pretty close to what goes to live uh one thing they've done in this one this is their 5.3 so it's pretty much pc update 5.3 which i think they'll just then roll into live when it's ready uh they improved some of the blood effects which i i don't think has any impact on uh, china because they don't allow blood there but here in the united states you actually will see a different effect for blood america Um, They reduced the maximum number of uses per vending machine from 15 to 10. So those will be used less in the game. Uh, And they increased the overall number of spike traps that can be spawned. Uh, They've they've implemented uh, some changes with the cloud saving. So um, you can go and adjust the settings inside of the uh, settings page for cloud saving. Uh, They've been adjusting the weapon mastery. So you can now choose your favorite weapon in the mastery tab. Uh, and they've redone some of the UI for that. They've been working on the UI for the the lobby and, uh, the weapon HUD. Uh, they've also been adjusting the custom matches for this one. Uh, and there, one thing you may want to take note of is the current season pass or the survivor Pass, as they call it. And the survival title system ends on January 14th. So they're going to be doing a new one on, uh, so starting January 1st, there will be a countdown that you'll see in the lobby uh as far as the end date coming up on that and then they'll have the new one start so when that one finishes uh they've been adjusting the percentages of crates so right now the wander crates is 16 percent chance the survivor 16 most of them are 16 there's the fall 2018 crates a 17 percent chance and the venetian crate is a 3 percent chance
0: gambling uh, and then after that mm. a
1: bunch of yeah <laughs> and then after that's a bunch of uh, uh fixes that they've done so
0: uh i do want to
1: more recent updates i do
0: want to oops uh i do want to point this out um they do show Mm -hmm. in the hud here that it it uh blinks now when you're regenning health so the uh health uh, plus sign will will pulsate um they've changed the ui pretty drastically in this game they've done a lot a lot of the end game things that a lot of the games we talk about never get to is what PUBG is doing right now
1: yeah which is cool yeah and that's uh there, I mean, it's they there are probably a lot of improvements. I mean, I don't really feel like playing it still, not new to talked all. about that, but uh, you know, they they are making constant improvements, and I just wish they would have made it kind of like a platform to play on. I understand that it's kind of changed, it's gone to PUBG, and it's they're doing their own thing and running with it. It's not really the same company as originally was, mm-hmm. um, but you know, they're just continuing to make it the best they can, and we'll see if. We'll see what Brandon does with his future things
0: yeah. on this. Um, while we're talking about um, holidays, uh, we got a holiday yes. update from our friends over at AstroNear. Um, now, I mm-hmm. we, I don't remember following them last year to a point where I re- remember the, what their holiday update was or wasn't. Um, so this update is available um, on all of the platforms. Um, they add a couple of things here. They add a frosty visor. Um, a frosty palette, a frosty mask, and a holiday top hat reward um and they got this picture of this uh astronaut and the 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 visor is the front of the visor is a you know snowman's head with the coal eyes and the uh you know the carrot nose uh which is pretty cool so they're jumping in on that um they talk about the recipes for some of that stuff, some of the optimization things that they've done they've actually got a vlog here, yeah, but it is is it long?
1: It's not really about gameplay. It's them kind of just messing around. Gotcha. Okay. Um, with, some, with, some, with some stuff. So I don't know. It's 13 minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah we'll pass on that. Um, so yeah, they've done some performance things. Optimized texture compression settings to significantly reduce memory usage. That's always a big thing. Fixed a bug in the research system, which caused it to severely degrade performance if the research module was active in multiplayer games. So that would slow down your whole server, um, well, your locally hosted server. Uh, Fixed a bug involving tethers that cause performance to degrade from clients in multiplayer games and various stability fixes. So kind of just a QOL update as well as uh, the holiday things. And they do note that they are, uh, System Air Software is doing a, um, they've got an Extra Life team going on right now. So there's a link in the show notes for that as well. Um, And Assist, they're going to donate five thousand dollars to the campaign, um, so that's their goal. At yeah, you know, they've got some goals set that they'll donate money to the Extra Life campaign. So if you want to go and throw them cool. a few bucks and chip in. Extra Life is a fantastic charity. They do a whole bunch of stuff with uh, children's Miracle Network hospitals across the the, the country, and um, they've got gaming in mind. It's a good group of people over there. So uh, yeah, very good. Check out uh Astroneer. Get your holiday visor, which is pretty cool.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit about uh fortnite because they had this event they've actually had we talked about it last week but yes. doing that star wars trailer i can't show it well you can't show the trailer itself. i
0: can't so um i was reading t- i looked this up uh disney is copyright claiming every, all all these videos that are showing this stuff happening so um
1: what about what about prior to the video i
0: i I can show that i'll I'll start okay
1: so so show the very beginning of this trailer because you you can see kind of the event how they started it then it turns to talking which we don't need to hear but um i mean i'm sure you could play some of the sounds yeah yeah before no before all this No, you want to i was saying before all this started
0: okay
1: there they have a kind of a scene that plays out this scene yes So they, they have where the Millennial Falcon is being chased by TIE fighters, and then there's a big battle that everybody's kind of watching. Oh. Um, yeah, so this goes on for a few minutes, then uh, the Millennial Falcon kind of lands in the center, uh, and then this starts out. Oh, uh, it pushes the them all
0: off. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it lands, and then and then the announcers come out, and they interview uh, the producer and all that, so.
0: And it was cool. I'll scru- I'll just scrub through part of the trailer part of it here. They literally show, like the the, they literally showed like the whole trailer. Like it's a big old movie screen. Inside, yeah.
1: Inside of the yeah.
0: Um, So, if you want to check that out, they uh, they also released another trailer, which I can't, I don't want to show either because I'm afraid they're going to copyright claim that. um, For the actual, well, but that
1: and that was like an in-game or that's the actual Fortnite trailer. Yeah, it is. With Um, the music, it's hard to say. It
0: is. So I don't want to show either of those just because Disney's apparently copyright hungry like nintendo is with some of this stuff um so overall i was reading about it i didn't see any i didn't see any i didn't see any positive news about the star wars event on the technical side which to me means it worked flawlessly right you only have a story when like oh all the servers crashed 30 seconds before the thing was supposed to start i didn't see anybody talking about network connectivity issues or anything like that so from yep. all I can gather, the event went off relatively flawlessly, at least on the front facing end of it. And that's why there's no
2: news. Yep.
1: yep. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the updates that they put out here this past week mm-hmm. uh, in, for their 11.30. One thing they did is they introduced for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One uh, split screen for oh, duos oh. and squads.
0: That's going to be tough. So
1: you can, yeah, I mean, imagine playing on that small screen, but you can play with friends. And do the split screen. Uh, This is an early release of it, so they're gonna be continuing to improve it as they go. Uh, And also, they have preview what's in the mobile or in the item shop using your mobile device. So now you can go on your mobile device and preview items. Now, do you think kind of tying this a little bit to our earlier discussion? Do you think that they're going to come up with with more of a overall shop that isn't you're buying items that carry over to the mobile for your account in general, well, regardless of whether it's mobile? I'm saying so you'll push people to purchase it somewhere else, not on the mobile platform. Yeah, maybe
0: you purchase it on the website.
1: That's what I'm saying. I, just, I think that they're going to start pushing to where it's so interchangeable that they don't make you buy it in game
0: the problem you're going to run into that
1: receive it in game
0: the problem in my opinion the problem that you run into that is that once so xbox and playstation both have console companion apps i don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever used any of them i've got them both installed on my phone they suck you have to think about using them they're like a they're this like weird stepchild kind of thing that they, they just you're breaking out of the atmosphere of what you're doing and that's going to be the problem with this nobody is going to go oh you know i'm sitting on my phone you know it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna go to bed i'm gonna play a couple games of Fortnite on my phone before i go to bed and oh i want to buy this skin, but i got to turn on I, you know i got to go find a laptop around my house to buy this the, yeah. the the whole reason that the whole phone ecosystem works with microtransactions is because you can just click and buy. Yeah. Like, Brian, if you download like TuneIn, it's a great example. If you want TuneIn Premium, which is like 10, to, 10 bucks a month, you literally would open the TuneIn app, click Get Premium. And on my, in my case, I would touch my thumb to my phone and instantly I would have the subscription active. Yeah. Th- that That's why it's so convenient. But if I had to go to, if I had to open up iTunes on my computer and log into my iTunes account, which I, of course I wouldn't know the password for, um, then I'd buy the subscription. It'd just be a huge pain in the ass. So I think well, that's what they want to do, but that defeats the entire purpose of of but if,
1: actions. But imagine if if in the game you click a link and it takes you to the web browser. with the, which But it's going to be the
0: same stuff. thing. You're going to have to sign back into your Epic account. You're not, not going to know your password. It's just, I've been through this. I just had to do this for Halo. I had to sign okay. into my Microsoft account to, to log into Halo. I didn't know what my freaking Microsoft account was. I signed into my Microsoft account six years ago on my Xbox. I have not signed into it since. I and, had no idea what my password was.
1: Well, and part of doing that process, they would lose a lot of the possible security because yeah. then you get all these people with the fake links and everything oh, that take you, and you. You get in the habit of entering your account information on a web page. That opens up a whole nother set of, of downfalls where just doing it in the app and having it to where it's, you, you don't have to ask for the credit card, but it's already saved. Yep. You can even put you know, a limit on the amount that they can purchase per month. You can give them a, you know, sort of monthly spending limit. Um, there's, there are benefits to it. So I think they're going to have a hard time really, as you said, circumventing that and coming up with something
0: just pay much it. different.
1: Yep. So, uh, yeah, pretty much they did there in this update, they implemented the stuff for that, uh, live showing that was on December 14th. Um, one thing they did is you can now choose to, when the transition from the eliminated by screen to the end of uh match XP screen, you can choose when that happens. So to transition to the end of match screen, press continue. Uh, it says to transition to the end of match XP screen, press continue on the eliminated by screen. So you can do that now. Uh, and I think that's pretty much, they changed an ammo indicator and then some bug fixes. That's pretty much all the changes.
0: Yeah. Big, uh, b- you know, that, that was a big event this weekend that they did. Yeah. I mean, they had like, a, it was a hologram of JJ Abrams or something like that. Um,
1: well, it was, a, no, it was just characters, pretty much a character up there moving around
0: gotcha. okay.
1: and then him talking. And, you know, it was like the character was talking and dancing and it, it's cool. He was pretty much talking into a mic.
0: It's cool what they're doing. It's very cool. Yep.
1: Uh, so, Anyway, so that is our Fortnite news. Yeah. Now, um there is
0: a couple of videos as we said if you want to watch them they're on our website fictionpodcast.com.
1: They'll be they'll be in the sh- in the show notes and I I have a note on there the trailer for that video, the trail actual trailer starts at 8 minutes and 30 seconds. That
0: is the most old man aldridge thing ever. Why didn't you time code it on YouTube?
1: I was just making it so that we could read that at, during the show so you would know where to jump if you were going to watch it.
0: Yeah, but what if you time coded the link?
1: Because I wanted you to show the beginning. <laughs> okay okay and so then if i say hey <laughs> jump to the jump to the the trailer part then you could just jump to eight minutes 30 seconds
0: okay fine i'm just saying that seems like a very old man aldrich i would
1: right? have to put two, i'd have to put two links in there for you to do that
0: okay i appreciate you thinking of me
1: mm-hmm. um <laughs> all right so let's uh let's talk about apex legends a little bit by the way uh, they're they, doing they
0: uh they were nominated for uh best they didn't win it they were nominated for best best community um uh, i don't remember what this category is it was it was developers that are doing things that the community really likes that they're doing like that the, they're in touch with their community they were nominated as well as destiny and a couple of other games so that, that tells you something
1: nice um uh, so on here they're calling this the mirage holiday bash of course it's christmas to us thank you um but they have a video i don't know if you want to play that really quick yeah what do
0: we got here is it just a trailer for uh
1: it's a trailer for their, their new holiday event.
0: All right. Let's take a look at this trailer from Apex Legends.
2: Check this out. Oh,
3: oh man. Fire in the hole. You'll warm up in the respawn chamber. you quicker than you think. I enjoy the winter months.
0: Time
2: to hibernate for the winter. You know you missed me. <laughs> ah, you're a bit too slow,
0: my
3: brother. That's a cool skin. Let's ride the train! Oak train. Let's do this.
2: Get in here with me. Let's take an Elfie. No, Why are you looking at me that way?
0: Brian, I'll tell you this. Um, yes. Good, good trailer. We chatted earlier about Ark and how their trailer was very unrealistic of the game. Besides the pre scripted screen stuff, the gunfights in Apex, and it just because we were talking about it earlier, it was fresh in my mind. The gun yeah. battles in Apex that they show in the trailers are very realistic. Those gunfights yeah. where you're you and your squad are running. They show one at the end and some guy pops through like a door and it's like your whole squad is like sitting with their pants down kind of thing. That has happened to me a thousand times in Apex. The people jumping around the train, that game always. The, the, that trailer is very accurate of what the actual gameplay is like in my experience yeah. the, the kind of like uh um you know halo jumping around things that's typical in apex well they
1: they that's one thing they always do well is showing the f- actual feeling of the game and that's what was kind of my point with the arc part of it is that's not at all the, every trailer they make is not at all and they did the same thing with atlas is not at all what the game feels like with with Apex, they always put in a mixture of gameplay mm-hmm. to kind of show you, hey, here's the pace of the game. Here's what it feels like if you haven't played it. Uh, and then they'll mix in some kind of fun, you know, just stuff to kind of get you comfortable and introduced to the characters' personalities. Because that's a big part of this game is having characters with various personalities and you know, their abilities are different to where you learn them similar to how Overwatch works.
0: Yeah. This scene so, right here. You've got like a guy coming through a house, guys coming down the zip line. Like I've been in this situation many a times playing Apex, and I'm no Apex like expert. I haven't I don't have hundreds of hours. But this scene has unraveled a couple of times for me. And I'm sure it has for you as yeah. well, which is cool. This has got me wanting to play Apex cuz I know I, like what I saw is interesting.
1: Yeah, and they're doing an events so you have an opportunity. Do you have to pay to for these
0: them. or is it free? How does that stuff work?
1: Um so on here they have challenges that you can do. So the exclusive event challenges with free earnable cosmetics. So Ooh. it includes two legendary weapon skins. Nice. Um, then they have these event skins. Um, so you'll get some things from completing certain challenges. So for instance, your first login during event, you get a music pack, a Christmas music pack. Um, if you capture the winner express three times, you get a badge 15 times a tier two of that badge 75 times tier three get top 10 and five items or five times you get the holiday loading screen if you get a kill with six different characters in winter express you get a gun charm deal twenty thousand damage you get uh, a weapon skin and then uh, press the party button on the mirage voyage you get uh, another weapon skin so just for example there are things that you can get that are part of the holiday event that aren't paid for things and then they also have it to where you can use the apex coins or crafting materials uh or you can do use direct purchases
0: there's a limited much
1: which is the equivalent of the coins in
0: there's a limited time mode as well called winter express it's a Mm non-battle royale point capture so a ctf or a control point or a one of those equivalent game modes featuring three teams of three that sounds you know that kind of sounds like overwatch kind of like an like a quick overwatch thing three teams of three super quick not battle royale we should try that that sounds like yeah. fun. We should do that this week. If anybody wants right. to play, uh, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll get Apex updated. I'll be around the next couple of days. We yeah, should I'll try make that. sure it's all loaded. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun.
1: And I think it's I one like of those Apex. games. That they've they've continued to improve. And it, with the thing is, is when they get more characters and they get more abilities, and you really feel like it's a different, unique experience. I think it adds to that type of a game. So
0: I think Apex has by far suffered the worst. From BR Burnout. I would say outside yeah. of PUBG, Apex is the best Battle Royale that's on the market. It's the one I've had the most fun in. It's the one that I've enjoyed the most. It's the one that I still see people playing to this day. And ROE's got some success. I think Apex is...
1: If a, they would have released it at a different time, it would have been huge. It, like could, it
0: could be PUBG.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a little bit too late to the game. Because yep. because of BR burnout, there is no there is no singular reason that I stopped playing Apex except I just did not enjoy. I just was kind of uh, BR burnout. we were sick of battle royale. Yeah, Apex is a freaking awesome. But the thing is, awesome if they game.
1: could come up, if they could mixture it and have different game modes and come up to where, similar to what COD, COD does, make it to where it's not every time feeling like a BR.
0: Yeah, there's like you know, this limited time mode.
1: Yeah, get get some death matches mixed in there, and have it to where people are willing to play it. Because they don't have to do the same shrinking, you know, circle yeah. type of event.
0: I may have spent more time playing Apex than I did PUBG. If not, it's close. I mean, it's definitely number two if it's not one. Yeah. I haven't played any other BRs as much as Apex or PUBG. Even yeah. even I, And I
1: enjoyed I, I enjoyed Apex. Yeah, like, sort of nothing there was nothing about the experience where I was like, oh, this just is you know, it's broken. Yeah. I just that didn't happen. We didn't we never complained about hackers like that stuff didn't happen and there was no reason that we didn't play other than we didn't feel like playing that kind of game anyway. it's unfortunate so. really is yeah
0: they're they're re- really negatively de- you know having to deal with the repercussions of br burnout it's very unfortunate yeah.
1: but we'll we'll try it out yeah see uh, see how we feel um, after we after we play it and josh uh, he he says Apex is the only BR I actually liked.
0: I'd agree with that. So, I'm trying to think. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I do Joshua not
1: like. Who makes zero?
0: Yes, Josh from zero. I don't like PUBG. I've, I, I even from day one, I never really liked PUBG. Uh, H1 I liked Z- it.
1: I, I liked it in the very beginning, but then you know we had various things happening that just really burnt me out on it.
0: H1Z1's battle royale, when it first came out, when they were one game, was fun. We used to play it to get those uh tickets. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with Josh completely. It's probably the only BR game I've truly enjoyed. Uh, for, that's not true. I do like Fortnite's fun. I just am not good and don't really play it. Fortnite's a good game. Yeah. No, oh, i know. triggered. But yeah. <laughs> I, I just I like just Fortnite.
1: It's the fun. build. I just can't. I just can't do the building. Old like, man, oh, oh, the arthritis is cramping no, my it's hands. Just, <laughs> it's just I have to use a different mouse to do it, and I have an MMO mouse, and it's just it's not worth my time to learn you know all the different button presses. Yeah. So thank you. Triggered.
0: Anyways. <laughs> um so yeah, check that out. We'll uh, I'm going to give that a try this week. Okay. Uh
1: so an, another game that we've talked about over the years, The Darwin Project. They oh, yeah. uh they have their release trailer, full release trailer. So if you want to play that really quick, uh, this is a game that was a, our very first packs. Uh, we were one of the first people to interview them.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I and, uh, lost this trailer. This is the first trailer I downloaded. and I can't find it.
1: Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, but this, uh, this is them announcing that, uh, it's going to be released on all platforms. And, uh, this is, this is one of those also that a very fun game, but it's also cursed by the BR burnout. And, they've really struggled to kind of overcome that. People just don't like, you know, they say, okay, this is very much like Fortnite. I'll just go play Fortnite.
0: Absolutely, let's take a look. Yep. Oh, hello there. It's nice to see you again. You're looking pretty well, all things considered that is. Oh, me? I've just been minding everyone's business in the arena here. Ooh, fighting. They're really trying to kill each other. That's crazy. Don't you just want to get involved? What do you say we pour in a little bit of the old democracy? I love my job. All right, that is a Darwin Project. Um, is it a fair assessment to say that the Darwin Project may be of may, may have just been a little too ahead of its time in terms of what it was really trying to accomplish? You're muted.
1: That's weird. All right, sorry about. But well, it's not weird. Um, you clicked this, mute. And you forgot yeah, to, I did. to click I, it. I... <laughs> I forgot I I was trying to be kind with the video and not have breathe into the mic. Hi, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, this is one where they really, this game counts on having streamers and people that have a community play it and and interact, which I still think is a very viable thing to do. I, I think that this is the future of what you could do on Twitch. I think this is what's going to s- kind of set apart some of these maybe streaming platforms in the future <clears throat> is having more interactivity well and i think that they they came up with a platform that does it very well but i it there's people aren't just the streamers are too caught up on the games that make them the most money not what's the most fun for their uh,
0: audience outside of you know text to speech. Um, streaming really is kind. Obviously, the chat it really is just kind of like a one-way conversation still. But a game yeah. like Darwin Project really, to me, seems to strive to make that more of a you know, much more interactive experience than just allow throw- people to
1: vote on things that are happening in yeah. a live game. Uh, the video the game, stream?
0: the video game awards did that and has done that the past couple years. They had a live poll on Twitch throughout the thing where you could. You know, they would announce the category and a poll would pop up on the screen. It would say, you know, who do you think is going to win this? That's kind of bridging this gap. But this game is totally.
1: They did that. They did that in the Fortnite thing, too. If you uh, if you watch that whole thing with the Star Wars reveal, Uh they had before they showed the video, they had three markers that showed up and they did a live vote. They said, everybody run to the marker that you think of what's going to be what is going to be in this upcoming video. Hmm. And across all like however many millions of people, it it was showing a thing tallying the votes in real time. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, And there was somewhere else that I saw this as well, where there was something that was being voted on in game live. I think that that is going to become more of a thing. This is if you've got a huge audience while you're streaming, and they can just click. You know, the bill Twitch has this ability. Oh yeah. You know, and this is in and this is a a game where they've used it they have a thing inside of twitch where you can click people that are watching can click and vote i want to nuke you know this player they, they kind of showed it in the trailer but very few games are actually taking advantage of this these guys are faking, f- taking full advantage of it yeah so uh, it just I, th- I think they are a little bit ahead of their time to where this will i think become the standard i think these guys saw it and made a game that does it but i don't, I don't think people are there yet i don't think streamers are there yet like, imagine a streamer that really has a big audience and then uses this kind of thing. To uh, The problem is, I think that you will possibly start seeing uh, Fortnite do something like this. I think you'll start seeing an ability for things like this to happen somehow. Uh, you know, and then, then it'll become the standard.
0: It's unfortunate. This game's got <clears throat> 74 people playing right now, with 24-hour peaks, 190, and the seven-day peak is... 216
1: the graphics are good the movements are good it's got a lot of interesting mechanics it's just people aren't picking it up and it yeah. because i think it relies <clears throat> on streamers picking it up
0: yeah it does and you know and I mean,
1: they're not offering people money to play
0: yeah because they don't have it yeah so hmm. i, I, I really i think darwin project's super cool um so that full, that's a full release um or, or, or you know what they're calling it full release and it's going to be coming out to Xbox and PlayStation as well. Yeah. So that's part of that full release, which is. Well, I, which
1: is cool. I, wonder, I wonder if maybe you'll see people streaming it on Xbox to Twitch or PlayStation. If, if at that point you may see some people starting to do this, it seems because, like more of a
0: console game.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that maybe you'll see people that are streamers on console that are like, hey, I can do this. Because the PC market and the top streamers here, it's like a formula. They only play certain games and they all alt- alternate through those games because they know what game people are going to watch and make them the most money.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, Darwin project expected out early next year fully. Um, let's talk about uh, a game that our buddy UGX vibe posted today. Um, it's called um, an arena is I think the name of the game yeah. or uh, an, uh, uh, yeah, Anar Anaria, An- might be the name of it. It's a new battle royale game. Um, we're gonna show the trailer and then um, we'll talk about it. And uh, I am interested. So let's uh, let's take a look at this. And by the way, work in progress, as they know.
2: Available now on the official Anoria website.
0: Uh so
1: an <laughs> An anar- anar-
2: anar-
0: anar- Um so it's a new BR game that mm-hmm. appears to be a complete asset flip. Um Josh points out in the chat that they they it does sound like they ripped off the H1Z1 AR sound. It appears to be a complete asset flip, and the starting edition pack is is yeah i didn't
1: see anything that i so the thing is i didn't see anything that wasn't from the asset store
0: correct and it starts so, at 15 yeah what would your over-under be on this game being a success wow
1: i mean it's i don't think it is going to be a success because first of all you have to show something beyond the asset store of what makes your game different i don't mind assets being in a game it's what you do with them right uh, you have to go beyond that, and and then show. Okay, well, movements is going to be the thing that improves this, or the you know the way that the gunfights work. The camera, the camera stuff was kind of crazy for me. Yeah. Like I was looking at various camera effects that would drive me crazy playing the game. You know, if I can understand, you, you it takes a big budget to hire and make a bunch of graphics, or it takes a lot of time, a lot of people. That's one thing, but the things that you can as a programmer do is the stuff with the cameras and do all the, how everything else works. Some of the stuff looks good, but I didn't see anything that really stood out to me other than it works. Right. I mean, it looks like it works, but they're only showing you fighting with one other person. Yeah. That doesn't show you anything for a performance. So I'd be interested to see what happens there. So yeah. <laughs> That, that camera effect. Is, yeah.
0: So it's a third-person BR. It starts at $15. Yeah. They sell an $80 pack, and it comes out in March. And that definitely is the H1Z1 AR set. There's no mistaking
1: it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I, I don't see it going anywhere just because I don't see any, it.
0: Could you imagine anybody buying this?
1: Oh, someone will buy it.
0: Like, even look at this front picture. Like, this looks like... This looks like... This looks like... Uh, what's This looks like a screenshot from that survival game pack that is sold on the Unreal Store. No. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, this literally looks like... It, that's what it looks like. This looks like well, cookie-cutter survival game with a city.
1: Probably some of those buildings are from that, though.
0: This screenshot might as well be from that pack. I have no idea.
1: No. I mean... I just didn't see anything like I don't mind there being assets, but I just didn't see anything in there that was like, oh, they did this really well. It just looks like they put it together and now they're selling it. And I just, it's got to be more than that.
0: Yeah, one would hope. Um, The video has got about 9,000 views on uh, YouTube. It's got pretty positive upvotes. A lot of people say, can't wait to play this game. They say that,
1: but will they? Um That's what it comes down to. Uh,
0: if this is the answer to the H1Z1 nostalgia, then I can't wait. But if you have to pay for the game, then I'm not getting it. Um,
1: that didn't feel like that didn't feel like H1Z1 though to me. Like all the, the sounds were there, but the movements weren't no, no. there. The um
0: all the H1 visual. players are going to play this game. The game will be such a <laughs> try hard to trap. Um Nobody's going to pay $15 for this game. Control-C, Control-V, the H1Z1 AR sound. Um, Goddamn, I'm hyped AF. Looks like at H1Z1 looking forward to it. Can't wait. Holy F. You guys did it. I'm going effing crazy. Great work. The game looks great what I mean, are these I'm people about, watching like this is insane uh, these all, have to be phs <laughs> these have got to be fake comments who in their right mind watched this and was like holy shit this is good gr- <laughs> this is what i've been waiting for i've, seen, I've been yeah. waiting for a 15 dollar, another 15 dollar br
1: the, and that's the thing is i watching that i didn't even get a vibe of oh this is like h1 <laughs> like this gives me that the the gunplay was not there uh, they did can you go back to it where she's it, she kind of speeds up for a second.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, hold on. I know what you're
1: talking about. Um, there, there was, a, that's the kind of H1Z1. Uh, right after it's this. after this when she's going yeah. into the town. Yep. Yeah, right here. No, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Right there. So that's kind of the H1Z1, like H1Z1, you ran a little bit faster at times than you probably should have. Yep. Right. I think that's the H1Z1 feel that they're talking about. It is
0: very fast. It looks to be very fast paced.
1: They seem to have, have tried to mimic the movement like speeds of h1z1 you know what i
0: find so crazy though is and this is just typical internet (laughs) yeah just stupidness h1z1 king of the king of the kill rather is available to play now it's free totally free
1: right i mean there's no cost this isn't just survive that's that's the thing is they're saying oh finally h1z1 you can play h1z1 go play just survive you you should be saying oh this is just survive that we wanted
0: yeah is it not called king of the kill anymore what is it called i can't find it
1: i, I think it, it's it's on console it's
0: like yeah but what is the king what is a i'm trying to find h1z1 on steam DB. what is the game even called it's not called uh, king of the kill didn't they change the name of it again
1: z1 battle royale oh jesus christ <laughs> you know you gotta, sorry
0: gotta um remember Okay, so Z1 Battle Royale, a free-to-play game. Now, mind you, all the comments on YouTube talking about how all the H1 players are going to come and play this. Z1 Battle Royale has 184 people playing right now.
1: Yeah. And 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 that's the game that they're mimicking.
0: And it's free. So imagine 200 players on a free game. How many of those 200... Okay, let's say they've got 1,000 active players on H1 Z1. How many of those active players are going to spend $15 for this new game? Even well, if it, when they
1: add the even when they add the truck and the uh in the uh, motorcycle car. Even if it's or the so the cop car. Definitely.
0: Even if it's 30%, which is stupidly high. That is still no players.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? I mean am I am I am I off base? Am I out of the loop? Am I am I disconnected or am people, I missing
1: something? People say they want to but there's not going to be a game that Ha, is like the original H1Z1BR. That was a game of its time. People say they want to play that, but they're going to go in there and they'll be like, this is stupid and they'll never play it again.
0: So hyped. Been waiting a long time for this. Oh my God, this looks amazing. Um, I'm so hyped. So H1Z1? This game has the same sounds and recall as everything. Looking forward to this. Can't wait. Uh, H1Z1 with a different name. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> and they think they're not going to get sued. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, tomorrow, I ripping, will pre-order rip, this game.
1: Ripping, a, ripping uh, audio from another game.
0: Why is the camera shaking? Game will be dead on arrival. Uh, Earth Link Simulator. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Uh, oh, my God. I can't wait. Ha, ha, ha. Can't wait to play this. Really hope this doesn't flop. Can't wait. Hyped. Try hard. <laughs> I mean... Am I, what am I missing? This video, the video—the video was freaking a minute and twenty seconds. Yeah, they must have a Discord. I'm going to join their Discord.
1: <laughs> See what's going on. I'm sure that I must be missing something. Be a healthy Ryan. conversation.
0: Yeah, of course. Hi, I'm Nick Craig with Infection Podcast. <laughs> I've got a couple
1: questions. dh one Podcast. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hi, uh, Nick. Uh, Nick Craig, Dateline NBC. I've got got a couple got a couple questions for you. Yeah. Hmm. So uh i want to give a shout out to our boy ugx vibe for sending us this link we always appreciate people uh sending us links and things there's so much news that comes out throughout the week so thank you to him for uh thank you to him for posting that and uh letting us know so this will be on our radar do you think we'll ever talk about this game again
1: um no no, (laughs) unless unless something kind of ridiculous happens about it do you think it'll come out in march
0: March twenty twenty. Something
1: something will come out. Three months. Yeah, I think something will come out. What I mean they'll come out into alpha.
0: Do you think it'll release and in it'll March? A sp- is my question.
1: I think there will be a release in March, yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Put it in the book. Big, Put it in the book. Put it in
1: the book. And it's A A N Area?
0: An area. I mean, just it's a terrible name. A N A R E A. Okay. I just I I don't know. This is a hot, this is a hot button, the hot button prediction for infection.
1: Number 13.
0: <laughs> it's December 17th. December 17th.
1: We the right <laughs> what here. were you, what were December you, re- th- what were you reading? 13th? I don't
0: know. I, <laughs> no wonder the show notes are somewhere. wrong with the wrong date. Brian's like, oh, hey, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, the right
1: <laughs> date today. Don't even, don't even start. All
0: right. So that's an error. You can check out their website, play an area, A-N-A-R-E-A.com. You can check out the trailer and check out all their social media um you can uh, no, i
1: said march right yeah march, march
0: 2020 is when they say it's going to come out I, I don't think so but that's okay. you know to each their own
1: um some something will release that's march.
0: okay that's, i can whether
1: okay. it's playable is another
0: question <laughs> that's a whole nother question um sea of thieves had an update we've been talking about them a lot as of late um in this i've been tempted to get it now you have to buy it, it's on the x it's on the xbox uh, the microsoft store on pc though right it's not on mm-hmm. steam is it
1: no I
0: have my this.
1: that's one. why I'm that's why I haven't gotten it yet but I've been tempted because it just you see people play it, it looks like it's fairly smooth people are really into it
0: there's a lot of um I've seen a lot of streamers play this as of late um there yeah. anything that you want to talk about before we show this quick video
1: no no go ahead and play it it's all
0: right so here fun. is um an update from sea of thieves it's got some uh festive tones and it's a uh, part of their holiday update
2: than the new Sea of Thieves Monthly Update. So grab a drumstick and settle in, as we feverishly unwrap the goodies of the Festival of Giving. A ship ferrying seasonal gifts across the seas has been sunk by some nefarious skeleton lords, scattering them far and wide. The most valuable gifts are being hoarded at forts across the Sea of Thieves. So grab a voyage from Stitcher Jim to find out where they've been buried. Best be on your guard, though, as the new deadly Skeleton Lords guarding them don't take kindly to you pilfering their prized possessions. In an act of true selflessness, Stitcher Jim wants you to deliver all of the gifts to his love, the Masked Stranger, and offering her these tokens of his affection reward you with doubloons. Those pirates in pursuit of rare commendations may even consider sharing the wealth and leaving a gift or two under the makeshift tree. New tomes hidden inside Ashen Chests are still waiting to be discovered. So take on the Ashen Captains and Keymasters at Active Skeleton Ports to claim your prize. You'll even find Ashen Chests in Fort Vaults, giving you one extra way of claiming those red-hot Ashen Cosmetics. And even more cosmetics have landed in the Black Market. Whether you want to make an impression with some new threads, or add a splash of colour to your ship, there's plenty to splurge your golden doubloons on. And that's not all, as you can now get your hands on all previously released Black Market items with the introduction of the Black Market Archive. And over in the Pirate Emporium, express yourself with the new emote bundles. Whether you want to brag about your latest catch, keep things stealthy on an enemy's ship, or simply play it cool as you dab your way to victory, there's plenty here to cheer about. Keep your pets looking fresh with the new Pirate Legend and Kraken outfits, or get into the holiday spirit with seasonal themed pet costumes and weapons. And as we're in the festive spirit, why not enjoy the warming feeling that comes with deep discounts off of various items in the Pirate Emporium, including the Banjo-Kazooie and Killer Instinct Premium ship liveries. And finally, for those new to the Sea of Thieves, our all-new Maiden Voyage Tutorial has arrived. Join the Pirate Lord, then learn the ropes of adventuring, setting sail and more, all in the relative safety of an island just beyond the Shroud. So grab your gifts and get into the holiday spirit with the latest Sea of Thieves Monthly Update. The Festival of Giving. (laughs) Cheers! Thank you very much for watching. Remember, if you
3: liked what you saw, then there's a wealth of content already on our channel, and there's lots more to come, so subscribe and click that little ship's bell for all those notifications. Cheers!
0: All right, cheers to you, Brian. Um, there is summits playing this right now on Twitch. There's nine thousand people watching him. Is it the most viewed Mm -hmm. game ever for him? No, but he seems to really enjoy it. I've heard him speak very highly of this game. He seems to really like it. Um, and this guy literally is paid to play (laughs) to play video games for a living. So, you know, something that's holding his attention. Um, uh, Jack the Fast mentions in chat that if you buy from the Microsoft, so you do get it on both platforms. It's one of those cross-platform games, so you could. Yeah. Or vice versa. If you buy it on the Xbox, you can play it on the PC. Um, PH notes that it's coming out to Steam uh, soon TM. So that might be something to watch out for if you're looking for that. But if you do have an Xbox, it probably makes the most sense to buy it on the Microsoft store so that you can play it on both platforms if you'd like.
2: Um, yeah.
0: It's popular. But it's funny, though, because he's streaming it, right? And then how many of... It's 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 sort of tough to do this. How many of the viewers watching him would be watching somebody else if he wasn't streaming playing Sea of Thieves? Because the guy below him's got fifteen hundred. The guy below that guy's got hundred and ninety three. So you go from eight thousand, nine thousand to fifteen hundred to two hundred.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's not it's not so much about the Sea of Thieves itself, but it's what he does in Sea of Thieves. Because yeah, if you've watched him play he will hide on people's ships, troll them, and then like take over their ship and then steal all their loot. He plays it in a very unique way, you know, and kind of talks and has fun throughout the process, gets people all worked up and, you know, creates a lot of content that then gets seen, uh, you know, on YouTube videos and everything else. So he does a very good job of it. But I think that for him, you know, it's not necessarily the game, it's as we've seen with the last streamers, it's the personality of the streamer that they enjoy, and they enjoy watching him play that game.
0: Bingo! Yeah, agree. So,
1: uh, so yeah, so there may be people that say, Oh, he's playing that game, I want to go watch because they enjoy how he plays it. But if someone else is playing that game, there's a good chance they'll it. okay, whatever, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, um. So. What else do you? What else you? What else you want to cover here? Anything else? Uh, I know we, we didn't get to a lot of the stuff, but fortunately we've uh, we can cover some of the stuff on the next week show. Um, I'm yeah, sure so there'll Zira- be a lot of news between now and then.
1: So Zira had two updates this past week. Okay. Um, they had their 5.9 and their 5.10. Um, so on there, he's been adjusting the character movements, uh, and you know how you kind of move with like ads and just the speeds. Um, also been opt using some optimization and changes to various settings, changing some of the behavior trees for AI. So they act a little bit differently. Uh, and then some fixes, uh, also in the 5.10, uh, they ended that double XP event, uh, added a fly option to the drone, uh, and then did some tweaks, various fixes in the game as well. So, uh, with Ark, they did come out with, I mean, some pretty big patches, but they were mostly around that Christmas event that's happening the 30, uh, 3.1. They added a bunch of things uh, kind of relating to Genesis. Uh, so there's some things with Genesis and then a lot of tweaks to numbers. Uh, and then the 304.1 was their winter wonderland event. So you'll see a lot of new items like the sweaters and hats and everything else that'll be in the game now from that. Um, we have Wildlands who put out a patch. So remember that is free to play. So if you, if this was pretty much a fix, cause they put out such a big version, you know, making so many changes with their 1.0, this is their 1.01, uh, rocket league also put out a patch 1.71, mainly bug fixes. Um, no man's sky. They put out a, uh, an update, uh, to their beyond. This is update number five we'll probably show that next week because they have a video and everything with it. So we can talk about that. Um, survive the nights had a dev blog. It wasn't so much about the content. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. ROE did an update? Conan Exiles did an update dead by daylight. Did an update. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Rocket league. So.
0: All right. Um, forgive me, Brian. I got so wrapped up in, uh, show stuff i i didn't i haven't compiled any current player numbers so maybe, maybe maybe we could do some. maybe we'll do backwards order here um that's fine maybe we could do we'll do tip of the week and then uh then i'll get my
1: change player. it up for the holidays
0: yeah yeah mix it, mixing it up for the holidays absolutely
1: all right I, you need me to ex- have an extended tip of the week no i don't need an extent later. no i mean i, I, you okay, know, <laughs> just, I you know, just offering I,
0: yeah i mean it's fine I, a couple couple you know a couple minutes would solve me
1: a couple minutes okay yeah yeah two. To work on two, it.
0: two, two two minutes something like that
1: two to five minutes
0: two to eight minutes (laughs) (laughs) i I get it that pretty good i just i got so i got so wrapped up in um no no worries
1: um, well why don't you can you can you play a video while you do that
0: yeah what do you want to play
1: why don't you play the no man's sky video
0: oh uh your favorite game yeah let me yeah let me get this hold on
1: or you could play the Rust video. which uh, is... I do have
0: the Rust video already downloaded. I'd rather show the Rust okay,
1: video. Okay, we we, let's do the Rust video, because that'll be a nice... <clears throat> then we don't have to talk about it afterwards.
0: Yeah, perfect. Uh, So, let's take a look at an update from our friend Shadowfrax. It is about the everybody's favorite game, Rust. And uh, we'll chat about that quickly right after this.
3: Greetings survivors and friends, Shadowfrags here, keeping you in the loop on Rust development and it's that weird time of year again where either nothing happens or something big and hairy jumps into the room that you weren't expecting.. Something that perhaps caught a few people with their trousers down this week though was the sudden banning of a couple of very naughty mice.. No, not those ones. To quote Facepunch from their support site, Starting from December the 11th 2019, all bloody and A4Tech branded mice are blocked from use in Rust due to increasingly being used to give an unfair combat advantage by counteracting recoil using onboard memory. Resolution: Do not use bloody or A4Tech branded mice with Rust or other popular brands will work without issue. Naturally, this announcement was met with universal praise and everybody just got on with their lives without grumbling. In other news, a solution to world hunger and the complete eradication of all disease were both achieved on the same day this week, and Rust players have suddenly stopped killing each other on site. Far be it from me to ever use sarcasm in my videos, the truth of the matter is that some people were very happy with this development and other people, mostly owners of said mice, were squeaking their heads off. Now I must clarify, if you do get a slap on the wrist for having one, that doesn't mean a game ban, just that you won't be able to play Rust with a bloody mouse.. or A4 tech. The solution? Plug in a different one, which might mean shelling out a bit of cash if you can't beg, borrow or steal.. I'm not condoning mouse theft by the way.. And this I think is the main grumble you might have to cough up a bit more cash to play your favourite game in the whole wide world.. And of course this is incredibly unfair because you'd never ever think of using one of these mice for nefarious purposes, would you? Now I'm not going to assume anything here about your intentions, and if you have one of these mice and feel like you're being unfairly targeted, which ironically is the reason this has happened, then you have my deepest sympathies.. Just remember I'm only the messenger so please don't shoot me with or without recoil compensation.. I guess this is why we can't have nice things.. However, if you are looking for a workaround, don't think you can get into a server with a kosher mouse, then swap it out for one of the banned ones and get away with it.. I've heard some say this is possible, but EAC checks at regular intervals and you will get a rocket up the arse at some point.. probably at a highly inconvenient moment.. That's not to say someone won't get around it, because life.. uh, finds a way.. But I would like to hear from you in the comments about whether you think this is a good move or not, and what your solution would be otherwise.. I hear a lot of complaints about EAC not being effective, and it'll be interesting to see how many complaints there are when it is.. Moving on.. Can you believe Rust is now 6 years old? It passed the milestone this week and is now officially older than some of its players mentally.. I'd like to say well done to the team for bringing it this far and giving us the gift that keeps on both giving us heart palpitations and taking segments of our sanity.. Thanks facepunch.. In other news.. There'll be a client and server update next Thursday December 19th to add the usual seasonal content.. No word yet on whether there'll be any specific new stuff, but you should find out soon.. There was a bug introduced last week which could cause server crashes.. but this has since been fixed.. along with the plugging of a few more exploits.. And I feel like I say this every week.. because I do.. in works in progress, the team are still hard at work on HDRP and vehicles with, you guessed it, no date on when we'll be seeing either of them yet.. although I think it's safe to say it won't be in this decade.. Over the next week we may well see some new stuff, but I'd imagine the team will be thinking about winding down for the year, so if there's not much to cover then I may have to do a different type of video next Friday but I'll try to do one nonetheless.. You can support my work here in many ways, Patreon is a great option and comes with added perks such as access to a private supporter section of my discord.. but just liking, commenting and subscribing helps the channel a lot, so please do so if you can.. You can watch me stream on Twitch 3 times a week, plus keep up to date with me on Twitter, Facebook, Discord and my Steam group.. links are all down below.. I shall catch you all very soon of course, but in the meantime.. keep calm and stay Rusty cheerio
0: all right good update there from our buddy shadow frax keeping us up to date with what's going on in the wonderful world of raw i don't know what that was um (laughs) so uh interesting i haven't heard anything about those mice that's not actually true i i have not heard anything about them was one of them at pax this year or last year that don't you remember that was hardware manufacturers that were in the middle wasn't weren't they called blood something I don't remember. I think I have a business card for one of them. Yeah, I don't remember. It was uh, it was on the second floor, I think. And it was like a big white table in the middle, and they had all these peripherals on it, and they were talking to us. It was last year, I think. you have any recollection of that?
1: mm mm-hmm. no, I don't remember. I'll, I'll
0: dig through my bag and see if I can find I could have sworn we talked to the blood people.
1: Because they, they maybe were maybe once you and yeah, I was maybe like, once what? you show it all.
0: Yeah, I- I'll look. For, remind me. I'll I'll look for that because I could have sworn we okay. talked to them. But I uh, know it's it's. I mean, it's good. I'm sure if Russ does it with any sort of success, I would not be surprised to see EAC implement that for yeah. all of the games across the network. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
1: All right. So are you good for? Their
0: numbers absolutely i've been ready the i've been ready the entire time i was just tra- the entire time yeah, it was, it was just it was just a trap to get you just to test. it was just a, yeah. a trap to get you to play the rust video um <clears throat> on that note let's go ahead and talk about current players the uh games that people are currently playing and the number of people that are currently playing them let's start it off with the holiday event In ARK, Survival Evolved currently playing, 29,797. The 24-hour peak, 42,066, with a seven-day peak of 55,938. Rust, I mean, these numbers are just getting, these numbers are getting bigger and bigger every week. 39,419 people playing right now. Pretty incredible. The 24-hour peak, 55,491. The seven-day peak, 72,000. 559. Just a couple months ago, this game was going kind of one to one with ARC. They've surpassed ARC by 10,000 people. That's a huge yeah. amount. It's pretty incredible to look at. <clears throat> Let's take a look at Seven Days to Die real quick. Currently playing 14,275. The 24 hour peak, 16,789, with a seven day peak of 23,556. And that's going to do it for current players so uh pretty good that's uh i mean the, the the rust numbers are pretty incredible
1: yeah they, i mean they continue to grow and they don't really have a push to have to do anything i think they have a very consistent user base but they continue improving that game so they don't get stale yeah and we talked about last week the different audio sounds and you know for the, the uh, for the um, instruments and all that like they're throwing in stuff that they perfectly tailored for their audience and i think they continue to do that and they'll continue to be successful people will keep playing it yeah, absolutely so and we I mean, we we went to their booth at pax and it was pretty much just a place where people could go take a picture with some of the uh tools and things
3: you know and buy maybe merch.
1: buy some swag yeah. yeah and that was pretty much it. it had nothing to else to do with the game there was nothing talking about the game there were no computers other than i think the thing to order the swag you know to buy stuff on that was it so all right you uh you ready for tip of the week
0: tip of the week what's that
1: well that's where i go through and either give a general gaming tip or one about a specific game and we've been playing arc a bit this week Ooh, so yeah. that's going to be tip of the week
0: oh thank uh, you for the intro okay here we go tip of the week yes please <laughs>
1: All right, so for those people maybe who haven't played Ark in a while or you just played it early on and never really got into it, I figured I'd go over some of the, kind of recap some of the character stats and things that you really want to pay attention to as you're leveling up. A lot of people ask these questions. Uh, but one thing you want to aim for, people say, well, where should I put my stats? Uh, overall, you should be aiming for about 200 health, 180 stamina, 120 movement speed. Other than that, you can... Uh, you know, put things in fortitude and depending on the environment you might be in, which map you're on. Uh, also you, the first thing you want to do is make sure you start crafting tools. Uh, you know, the beauty of arc is initially you're going to be running around and punching trees and doing different things, uh, that, that will kill, possibly kill you. Uh, there I've seen people die from punching trees. Uh, but if, as soon as you can craft an ax and a pickaxe, Uh, You want to make sure you make those so that you have the ability to start getting because this is a game where you just you pick up as many materials as you can. Uh, Once you uh, once you're doing this, if you keep on using the pickaxe on different rocks around, uh, you'll gather metal pieces here and there, Uh, especially if you're using vanilla where you're not uh, using any kind of uh, enhanced uh, gathering rates or anything like that. Uh, Getting metal will be a slow process at first, so make sure you save all those. Uh, put them in a, in a box if you can and keep them safe in a building. Uh, and then once you have the ability, uh, get the forge and, and smelt those things because you're going to want to be able to make a metal pick, uh, as soon as possible so that you can go up and gather more, more metal. Uh, another thing early on when you're trying to level quickly, uh, make a mortar and pestle because you can turn around, make the spark powder in there, uh, narcotics, and those will really help raise your XP. And if you have a group Uh, it actually will give XP to everyone that's around those items as it crafts. Uh, and those, then you can turn around and use all those narcotics to really help with taming creatures, uh, later, uh, once you are able to make a crossbow, you can, you know, put, uh, put the narcotics on the arrows, knock things out that way. So you don't have to run around trying to punch things to knock them out really will help you with your game. And then once you, uh, once you're able to tame some of those bigger creatures, then you kind of start into a whole new level of what ARK is about. So, But that should be that kind of that first phase of Arc that'll get you through that, and that is tip of the week.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Brian, and uh, thank you for your uh, your work on the server, getting that up on kind of a last-minute basis and keeping that all up to date. Looking at it right now, there's a couple, couple gentlemen in there playing, and, and of course our friend Barbie, um, having having a good time playing Arc, and um, it'll be up for... And as long as people are playing on it, it'll be up. Um so yeah. you know, we'll wind it down probably in a couple of weeks. But uh yeah, I'm gonna hopefully jump on it uh maybe a little bit tomorrow night and uh before uh before Christmas. Looking forward to it. Oh, and definitely Friday night too for our game of the week.
1: Yeah. Very good. All right. So uh, you ready for do the to do the game giveaway? Yes, sir. All right, we'll go ahead and close this. Uh so what should should we give it to Mike? Does Mike want this? That's not Mike. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, probably. sorry. That's Merle. Sorry. Do you think Merle wants this?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Uh, what, should I offer it to him? I don't know if he wants it. You could, you should reroll. I will. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. So we'll give it to Judd. Cause knowing Merle, he'll never play it. I love how we pick and choose who the <laughs> game. Wow. It's <laughs> the most fair giveaway ever. Uh, so this is going to be for, oh, it's Judd. congratulations. I will send you a key and that's for Bastion. I'll send it to you inside of the discord. So went to deal with twitch chat
0: face is looking a little red there brian
1: what (laughs) he's supposed to be offended that i called him mike and not merle are you saying something about mike are you saying something about merle Hmm? Uh, no comment
0: um (laughs) where can people find you on the internet brian if you want to find me at
1: we're like talking all this like internal stuff people have no idea who these people Uh, are
0: they don't need to it's (laughs) fun (laughs) it's fine
1: So I have boys the computer on Twitter. Of course, my blog byte of tech.com. Make sure you go and check out our website, infectionpodcast.com. And on the right hand side, join our discord server, especially if you want to participate in the arc or, uh, any of the games that we're playing over the holidays. Uh, you can do that through our server. Also submit news. If you think there's a game we should be talking about, we have our steam group. If you want to get a notification when we're doing, it, we're going to maybe have some different days that we're doing our, uh, our shows. And so if you want to go around and, uh, and get a notification of that on your computer. Join the steam group. We have our Twitch, our YouTube, our mixer accounts on there. If you want to watch the video versions. Um, and then also we have the audio only versions. So, uh, on the show notes, if there's, there's a lot of things we kind of went through very quickly at the end, or maybe there's some things that we talked about, but we didn't show you can do that. Check out the show notes on there and Amazon.infectionpodcast.com. If you're going to be purchasing things for Christmas for people, uh, Humble.infectionpodcast.com if you're going to be doing any purchases through Humble Bundle and, of course, all the Twitch Prime subscriptions that people do, which I don't... Did, did we thank people for those at the beginning of the show? No, I don't, I don't think, think we think
0: did. We, um, I've got a couple people to thank here. I want to thank our friend uh, Sarah and Oh, It's Judd are the only two names I see on my list here. Do you have any other uh, individuals?
1: Um, I'm looking... I Not off. Not right away. So I'm not seeing any immediate ones standing out.
0: So All right. Well thank you. We uh thank you, Sarah and Judd. We greatly appreciate it and everybody else that is part of our uh, Twitch subscriber group here on Twitch.
1: Oh and uh Judd also gave us a tip of four dollars. Oh
0: here. yeah. My man. So thank you. Thank very you, much. Judd. We appreciate it. Artie Brian, um thank you. Thanks for the ARC server. And uh, again next week's show is gonna be a uh it's gonna be like a, a not super time sensitive Christmas show. It will be on Tuesday um so we will we will go ahead and um we'll go ahead and have that out next week so if there's something you think that we need to talk about throw it in our discord uh, over the next couple yeah. days and uh, we'll be recording that show later this week um and we'll talk to you next week on the christmas show all right brian again thank sure. you we'll see you friday night for uh, game of the week arc and then we'll see you next tuesday christmas eve for a special christmas edition of infection the survival podcast all right, folks, well, if you're not joining us live, but you're making a huge mistake, you can join us here live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Infection My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig, of course. You can visit our website if you missed any parts of the show, videos, links, show notes, images, all that on our website. It's InfectionPodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.